You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host. I sound like John Mulaney, maybe. Who knows? I like kinda. I'm I like, mean, I don't know who my host is today. Let's see. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to go for. I'm trying to do a John Mulaney. No one does a John Mulaney. Not really, no. There's it's a, a little exaggerated. That guy sounds like him, but I don't think it's intentional. No. But I mean, it's a little, you know, it's a little exaggerated, but you gotta, sometimes you have to do that. Just still, you know, for the joke. Yeah, for the joke. joke. You have to exaggerate the little things. (laughs) No, I've been, I was watching a lot of Big Mouth and I can't, every time I watch Uh, it, I want to do all the voices. So I'll sit there and I'll sit one minute, I'll be Murray and I'll just be talking to me like, come on, baby, let's do this thing. Let's do it. Let's go. And then next Mm -hmm. time, I'll come on, baby, let's go. I know what you're talking about, baby. See, I don't watch it enough. I guess I should. It's just the voices. I like the cast. Yeah. And then I go with Lola. Oh, my God. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. That sounds like every woman on Bob's Burgers. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just so terrible. Like, what are you doing? Oh. I can't help it. I just, I have this voice thing. When I hear a voice, it's just so unique. I'm just like, oh, my God. I want to do that voice. Put it away. File it away for future stuff. I should be doing this on TikTok, right? Oh, probably. They might like that stuff. I mean, you know, five, ten seconds at a time. People seem long to dig it. The videos are now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and and with me is Alicia, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> happy Monday and happy December and yeah, uh, yeah. I Winding down the two new things. Yeah, the, the holidays are right around. The- I'm looking forward to like not that I. I don't like our our <clears throat> meetings and our chats, but I, I'm mm-hmm. I think my brain's ready for a a break. Yeah, I can feel that for sure. So, so. of course, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it has nothing to do. With, it's just the work involved. I just need mm-hmm. sh- and and yeah, even where you can clear the brain. Yeah, even the Thanksgiving break was kind of nice. You know, just mm-hmm. having a, a little breather and. Nothing going on, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that wasn't the case for my Thanksgiving, but yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, we had a break from the pod. That was it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I I had to run around everywhere over mm-hmm. over Thanksgiving break, but and you know we we had a conversation off mic about our holidays, and you know, uh-huh. typical holiday family gathering you know the thing happened sure. that they say always happens there's always a fight sure, sure. it happened yeah I, i'm not gonna go into detail it was just sure. like yeah, yeah damn it sure why not i may have well, taken it a step too far but hey i can't help it you know yeah. you're passionate about something holidays family probably alcohol mm. i don't know all a mixed bag but Hey, at least it wasn't about politics. <laughs> hmm. So that's well, a there plus. There you go. 
Uh, I did want to touch on a few things, and I'm, I might have to actually uh, trim some of this back because there were a lot of little things I was jotting down going, oh, man, I want to talk about this. We have our work cut out that. for us today, too, yeah. So I may move some stuff to next week, some things that I feel like could wait, but I just wanted to touch on a few things. One is our Spotify recap. Kind of went yeah. through all of our our achievements for the year, especially since we moved over to Anchor, and they're only covering from i guess where we were when we started and that's pretty impressive because we didn't start over there at the beginning of the year oh yeah we had a lot of growth from moving or at least we're Mm -hmm. seeing it more i guess yeah uh so thank you to all the siblings out there who listen who have been listening who've joined us this year and and whatever uh it's greatly appreciated and welcome on in. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, for sure. Welcome. And our, Thank you for enjoying. Our mini pod, our, our video mini pod, which mm-hmm. if you saw an extra video or an extra uh, episode in your feed that said that it was the mini pod, but it said video version, I didn't mm-hmm. understand how this worked. But Spotify or Anchor, they do video versions now. Like, you can post oh. a video. And I thought, oh, that, I guess that would be kind of cool. Yeah. So I thought since our mini, which seemed to be fairly popular, everyone wanted to play along, mm-hmm. uh, was a really meant to be kind of viewed through a video lens. I thought I would post the video that I posted on YouTube on Spotify. But okay. what they do is that when you do the video version, they upload the video to Spotify, but then they redistribute the episode as an audio version to all other platforms. So it'll look like two episodes, but it says video versions and you can watch it on Spotify if you want to. So I was just trying to give extra options and I didn't realize how it was going to work. So apologies. Went to everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. But that way, if you don't want to deal with YouTube and you want to deal with Spotify, if that's your, your thing, you have the option now. Nice. So that that was the yeah. whole purpose of that. <clears throat> Options are good. That's what that's kind of what I was thinking. I thought, yeah. you know, why why limit it to YouTube if I can do right. it here? And granted, I do video versions for YouTube every week, but the only thing special you get over there is the opening, you know, animations and oh, whatnot. Yeah. That you're listening to instead. Beyond that, I don't really do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, a lot you of know. Work. Right. Some mm. people might just use it as a um, podcast listening app. Yeah. I don't know. There's YouTube Red and then YouTube has. Oh, I don't know. They've probably got so many different programs now you can sub to to just have on its own, you know. So it's a yeah. valid way to listen. That's your preference. Uh, What else happened? Oh, did you happen to see the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney Plus? I did actually. We sat around and ate pizza on like the Friday before or Friday after or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> and watched it. That was cute. Yeah, it was cute. It was it was a nice little treat. It kind of had all the the right humor and uh-huh. I loved the music, like the the songs by the old Fifty Sevens. It was it was kind of catchy. You oh, know? I know the my uh, my brother in law I guess is a big fan because kept going oh and then yeah. would start singing along with all of them. So I was like, I don't know that I'd heard them before, but yeah. Uh, there was someone in my presence that appreciated it very much. So, 
Oh yeah, so. it was just just the lyrics to that opening song. What was it Christmas mm-hmm. time is here? Just the the weird, like they didn't understand. Obviously, that was kind of the idea is that these were aliens who didn't understand Christmas, and they just start yeah. everything about their saying is like no, that's no, that's not true. But I mean, there's truth to it. <laughs> sure, it's like I could see where the lore happened there, but um, but it's no, like maybe no. maybe not maybe not what you're saying, but. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of getting it, but you're a little off the mark, but it's, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, Close so enough. it was nice to see that. Plus, we got a, a sneak peek at Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, oh, there yeah, was a yeah, yeah. trailer dropped this past week, so I was kind of excited to see that. They didn't really say too much. It seems like they're going to, it's going to be the finale, the, the end of this group. Right. I would like to see the Guardians again, but maybe in a different capacity, because if you're not a comic book nerd, like myself there are many other guardians and in fact an entire team that they introduced in volume two why i don't know i guess just for e- the sake of easter eggs but i was just gonna say just for certain people to go oh hey yeah there's a guy yeah there's a, there's a guy <laughs> yeah, i know that guy so maybe they will take over at some point or become the guardians i i can't imagine sylvester stallone would come back uh, as uh, I can't remember the character he played. For some reason, I'm going to say Darkhawk, but that is not right at all. Oh, I'm not going to remember either. I don't remember. Yes. But, I mean, he's still going, so possibly. Yeah, I mean, he, he like, he's still going, you know. He, he do space adventures, you know. He ain't got to do much, you know. He just, no. he just be there, you know. <laughs> Pretty much. There I am Pretty doing this again. I love it. Uh, Wednesday. We watch Wednesday. Oh! <gasps> Yes, I loved it so much. So I want to talk about this real quick and to the people bitching and complaining about the show because there are what? several. Yes. Oh, I haven't gone and sought it out, so I didn't know. Like, now, what do you, what do you, okay, you'll under, tell me. Understand that I am not, like, I'm not trying to diss the man. I don't know if he has a good reputation right now. I know he does to a, to a degree. Uh, but all the problems that the show seems to have everyone is equating to tim burton i want to clarify tim burton is not responsible for the series whatsoever he directed episodes that's it he was not the show creator he was not the the show runner anything he just directed episodes the guys you want to point to are um what are their names Alfred Goh and Miles Millar, they are, are actually responsible for Smallville and Into the Badlands and shows like that. They they were they were the 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 people who crafted this series, not okay. Tim Burton. So okay. all I keep hearing is like Tim Burton fucked this up. And but I was like fucked what up? Like what's I thought it was great. characterizations like, or things that they didn't like. Like one particular thing that I heard today, which I'm not in the space, so I can't speak to it directly. Way, did I miss something that we don't like Tim Burton? I feel like I'm out of the that, loop. Yeah, that's that's part of the thing I don't understand too. Like oh, what I might have to look that up later then and see why we don't like Tim Burton. Yeah, um, but there was there was a headline that Katrina had found where someone was complaining about the sirens and the the main girl and for some reason why Tim Burton did not make the character uh, embrace her African-American roots. And I'm sitting there thinking, 
why was that necessary to the story? I feel so confused. Like I, so people watch something different than I did. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, <laughs> I was just kind of, I missed, I misunderstood, or or maybe I just do not understand why would her being black have deeper importance to her being a siren? You know. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I have no idea. I would have. Ne- I wasn't. I wasn't. Pretty thought would have never popped into my head. It was just a character. I mean, the in same. My head. If you want to make that argument, this name could be said. Why didn't they embrace more uh, Hispanic or Latino roots for the Adamses? Because they did make them all Hispanic. Yeah. Yeah. So why didn't we lean more into that? But that's not who they are. They are just a kooky, weird. Yeah. I mean, bunch. what does their race have anything to do with the story? That's kind of where I was at too. I was just like, so why, why, why not just? And again. I'm speaking for, I'm a white man. <laughs> right? Like. I don't know. So if, if I'm missing an element, please in, enlighten me, educate me. That's all I'm asking. But the yeah. way I'm looking at it from my perspective is like, you. there is a a well-versed, well-represented uh, group of people yeah. in this cast. And why can't you just take it as a win that there is someone there and they're not just saying, well, Hey, look at me. I'm black. Look at me. I'm Hispanic. Look at me. I'm gay and making it a big deal and just saying, Hey, it's a part of everyday society. And that's how we're playing. Okay. I guess I enjoyed it so much more because I just looked at it as, okay, these are characters playing a part and I was enjoying their characters. Like never once did any of that. Like, even cross into my brain as something I needed to consider for enjoyment of the series. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's where it's a little lost on me. And and I'm 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 just I'm trying to understand it. And please understand, I feel like people just literally go out of their way to find a reason to be mad at things. Like I just feel like nobody's able to sit and just be happy with a thing. Yeah, because like know. none of these things would have even crossed my mind. Now, granted, again, I don't know if it's just because of who I am or whatever that I wouldn't have crossed my brain. But I don't know. I just saw actors doing a good job. Let them act. Yeah. You know, doesn't have to be any deeper than that. I just don't understand. Like, what is the story having to teach us? It's just a nonsense family who's into dark, dark, you know, matter and all that kind of stuff. What does that have to do with like any other? Why bring any other weight to it? It's just enjoy the story, people. I have no idea. I'm sit down and enjoy. I've just I've been a little confused <laughs> by it all, and I just like you said, I feel like people are just trying to find that a reason to be good. angry at something. Why? Why should I be mad at it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? I think it's great that we had uh, like uh, a diverse cast like that, and and oh, yeah. like you said, they didn't like one of one of my big deals that I, I I've kind of gotten into here lately when it comes to uh, representation for LGBTQ in in television is when they make it a natural part of the story versus making a big deal of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, for, for sure. Like for, it's just written in as that's how it is. Nobody's yeah. pointing it out. Nobody's making a big deal about it or trying to showboat that they did a thing. You know, it's just yeah. like how it would be in real life. You have a couple of friends who are that way. They walk into a conversation. That's not the thing you're talking about every time they come over. You know, yeah. it's just here's my friend coming I've, over doing a thing. I feel like that's the way it should be. If you of want, of course it should be that way. Why, like, 
We don't point and go down the street when people are walking just to make sure everyone understands this person. Yeah. Just so you all know and I'm cool with it. Like, no, it's just <laughs> my friend I'm walking with and exactly. so happens to be. Uh, yeah. I don't know. To, to me, it just it makes it feel more. For example, a great, great example of that is uh, Mason Alexander in Quantum Leap. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a transgender person who mm-hmm. they, they it's it's never a point of. Hey, look, yeah. look at me. It's just yeah. like, that's who that person is. Yeah. And we just accept it. Yeah. It's never and made. guess what? They all just go, hey, Ian. Yeah. And that's it. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, They're... it's just, that's this person's just here in this story. And mm-hmm. that's how it should be. Uh, yeah, I agree. And they're a fantastic actor. They and do a great them, job the with, with the role. And I love them so much. It's just. It is what it is, and yeah. I appreciate it. We're mm-hmm. not trying to put this person up here and say, look, look, look Right, look. just normalizing yeah. it, because it is normal. Yeah. And, and the sooner... All kinds are around us. So and just, the, yeah. the sooner we do that, the sooner people will be more accepting. I mean, think oh, yeah. about it, honestly. When you take a look... I, this There was a conversation brought up uh, sometime this week, probably on Philip DeFranco, where they were talking about gay marriage and the acceptance of gay marriage. And how that number, if you take a look from the 1970s to today, it's increased. It's because... Quite a large amount, yeah. Yes. So the support is there because Mm -hmm. we finally got to the point where it's just like, it's it's normal. Once you you started to realize like, oh, it's not scary. There's more people around that I probably even knew that I had been interacting with on a daily basis. Yeah. Like... Did that screw you up that you're a cashier at the grocery store? You probably didn't even know. And you let guess what? Your life moved on. Mm-hmm. Nothing changed. You weren't hurt. It's. It, this... I mean, I think you're right. The more we just like make it a more present conversation and just like you said, normalize all these things. It's it takes the scare out of it for people. Yeah. Whatever reason they had. I think it's just a, a case of just not really surrounding yourself and exposing yourself to a bunch of different types of people so you kind of let the boogeyman news shape your idea of what certain groups of people are Mm -hmm. i mean pick out the bad ones for sensational news you know and i may have said this on the show before and i'll say it again when i was a teenager i was ignorant you know Mm -hmm. because i'd been taught you know uh gays are bad Uh, you know you you had that but my jesus yeah that ignorance all you know crammed down my throat and you just kind of took it at face value because you didn't know any better and i remember it took me a while because i started questioning i was like why is it such a bad thing Mm -hmm. like it doesn't affect me but even when i had those thoughts there would still be that conflict, much like trying to break free of religion. You know, you you, sure. you have to shake yourself and ask yourself, why do I think this way? Mm-hmm. And and what value has it actually yeah. brought to my life? Yeah. If somebody is gay, I'm not going to catch it. It's I mean, how right. fucking ignorant do you have to and be? And I always thought I never understood that even as a kid, because I, I feel like me growing up, dudes would always have more of the. about the whole situation than most like females that I knew or or however you want to say it. So I was like, get over yourself. Like, do you think every chick finds you attractive? Not every dude will either. So don't just automatically assume they're going to hop on you. Just it's like, that's not how it works. I don't hop on every dude I see. But see, 
I think, (laughs) I I honestly feel like that's part of it. I feel like you you have these guys out there who feel like they're God's gift to women. Yeah, I guess. If a woman out there is not attracted to them and they find women attractive, it's insulting to them, even though Mm -hmm. that's just who they are. (laughs) They can't help who they are attracted to. Right. Uh, yeah, but, but that always just blew my mind. I'm like, get over yourself, buddy. Like, like, there's no saying they'd be attracted to you anyway. So just yeah, have the conversation and move on with your life. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Speaking okay. of that, uh, I know this might seem to be an odd uh, juxtaposition, but I wanted to talk about this show. And uh, I, I'm kind of recommending it. I'm kind of digging it. Did you see on Hulu, Welcome to Chippendales with uh, Kamel Nanjiani? I did not, it's, actually. Uh, essentially the story of the guy who created Chippendales. And Ooh. there's a lot of drama in there. Oh, yeah. Like, I did not know. Like loose, I bet it's loosely based on true events, though. Uh, I think that there was a book that actually came out that, that this is, like, t- documents all the stuff that happens in this. And granted, they, they kind of bounce around. Uh, I think it was only three episodes in so far, and I've I know they've spanned a couple of years okay. because it started maybe in 1979, and I think they're in like the early 80s by the third uh-huh. episode. So obviously we can't touch on every little detail, but um, yeah, there's some wild stuff in there. Like when when it started, some of the main or the two characters that seemed like they were going to be fairly prominent. There was just something about one of the characters names or real person's name, which Mm -hmm. is a playboy playmate by the name of Dorothy Stratton. And I was like, I know that name. And it like, it wasn't clicking like her face wasn't clicking, but the name was sticking with me. I was like, why do I know that name? So I did a Google search and then I found out why her name rang about. I was like, Oh shit. And so if you don't know who she is, just watch the show and find out. Because okay. when I learned that, I was like, oh, damn. And then, obviously, by the end of that episode, they just went ahead and told that story. Which was fair, because I thought they were going to stretch it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they were making them fairly prominent. And I thought, all right, well, this will take a couple episodes. Now they was like, well, we'll go ahead and take care of this now and get that out of the way. Because they're not the main focus. Kamel Nanjiani okay. playing... I can't remember the guy's name. I think he, he changes his name to Steve, like more American sounding. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But his journey with the, you know, the the club, how he started it, what he was trying to do, and then how he got, how it kind of morphed into what it became. And mm. a lot of the seedy shit going on in the background. I mean, I can only imagine with a lot of those industries, there's yeah, sometimes, unfortunately, always some back deals going on that you're... Uh, yeah. So I'm curious to see how they play out the rest of the story, like over however many episodes, because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some wild shit in there. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. I don't know that I had um, even seen it on Hulu. Yeah. I, I don't, I think I just caught like a, or saw like that there was a trailer on YouTube or something one day, and then he was on an episode of Fly on the Wall with uh, David Spade and Oh, Dana yeah. Carvey. I, I listen to that every once in a while, depending yeah. on who they get. Yeah. 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 And he was talking about it there and, I was like, all right. And I think he was even on Conan uh, recently as well. So, and he was talking about on it. On Conan Needs a Friend. Yeah. Which is also fun. I love that show. 
I, I really love do it too. So much. Yeah. Him and him and Sonia are like they just are Sona. Sorry, Sona. it's not mm-hmm. Sonia. Um, yeah, their chemistry is just interesting, especially like from the perspective, you know, having context of how they know each other worked together and then getting to listen to them now. It's just mm-hmm. fun. It's yeah. just fun. I would I also uh, do want to tell you that I did start listening to How Did This Get Made based oh, on good. your recommendation. Yay. I have been I love bouncing Jason around. <laughs> Yeah, no, he he makes the show for me. He really does, yeah. Just, oh my, let me tell you what, and it just starts digging in. It's just like, but you can't deny he's on, like, he He, nails everything. He has a point, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I kind of bounced around. I found movies that I was familiar with or something Mm -hmm. like that. That's how I do it, too, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, okay, I can get into this. So that's probably how I'll listen to it. Did you listen to the Jason X one? Yeah, I did listen. What I listened. I did listen to the Jason. What is Jason? (laughs) What is he really? What is he really? And I said this while looking in the mirror. What (laughs) is Jason? You know. But no, that that was great. And again, when you're thinking back on the movie and listening to their points, they're like, "Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah. There was a lot of it. I was going, "God damn, yeah, you're you're spot on. You're spot on." So fair enough. Um, What else do I want to talk about? I did want to recommend this. I don't want to go into too much detail. Bullet Train is on Netflix. Yes, that's on my to-do list, I think, later today. That, like, I saw, I got a notification that I think it dropped Friday, and I Mm -hmm. sat down and said, last night, I just hit play. Now, I'd seen maybe one trailer, and I couldn't tell you shit about the movie. I kind of just want to go into it ignorant, too. Like, I looked up which thing it was, and I was like, okay, that's the one I had my eye on, so yeah. done once you mentioned it the other day. Do it. Do it blind. I'm just going to go in nothing. Because yeah. as soon as I started, Katrina's like, what are we watching? And I was like, it's a movie called Bullet Train. She's like, what's it about? I said, I have no idea. I said, have but. A seat. <laughs> yeah, I said, but. It's got a great cast. It's got a great yeah. director. I said, so just buckle up. And mm. boy, oh boy, we were like... So, I mean, but, I was in it, man. I yeah. loved every. It just looked second. like a just a nonsense good time. Oh uh, yeah, and that's all I want. You know, turn off my brain, show me images, and then just like have fun by the end of it. So, yeah, so I don't want to hear any more. I just want to go into it ignorant when I get home later yeah. tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll it's yeah. You'll love it. I, I mm-hmm. highly recommend it. Highly recommend. I have a, I have a feeling I would. And finally, since I actually do have a little bit of time, uh, I want to talk about this because I rewatched Office Space. I think last week, good, uh, the Mike choice. Judge film from yeah. what was oh, it, the like film. Yeah, yeah, late yeah. 90s. I don't know why I went to the freaking show, Office. Uh, yeah. yeah, The Office. But it, yes, Office Mil- Space. Milton, you know, the, the mm-hmm. movie based off the shorts of Milton where he's like, I, I, but no, I, but this, I, is my stapler. Just, this is my stapler. <laughs> the building down if you don't. But, but. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, if you've never seen Office Space, definitely check that out. Especially I, if you work in an office, you'll probably appreciate it more. That That's actually I mean, why just, I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> is I hadn't seen it in a while, and I think I found it on Vudu, you know, like for five bucks. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plop a little money down. I haven't seen this movie in a while. And uh, man, how much stuff I can relate to now. I mean, right? I, I won't say that I work in the traditional office space like that. But right. it's still an office. Like, there are mm-hmm. other cubicles, other desks, other... Oh, I'm sure there's still plenty of applicable situations. That, yeah. yeah. And and there were just so many... Like, the, the one thing... And this was a main plot point, okay, to the story, is the fact that he decided to just say, fuck it, and not do his job. 
And what happens? He gets promoted. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I know this so well. I know watching, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Watching so many people just do nothing and they get rewarded while the hard workers get shit on. It does always seem to be that way and I don't understand it. Unless we're just completely skewed on what those other people are doing and completely ignorant to all of the accomplishments. Um, which I try to lie to myself and go, I just don't see all the things they do. Yeah. That's what it's got to be. I just don't, you know. Well, see, like for here's a here's a great example of how this like this conversation kind of came up. My brother has been to college for many years. Like he has at least two degrees. I think he's working on a third right now. But yet from where I'm sitting, he could have any job he wants just from the one. Sure. You know, because clearly, at least where my job is, that's how it works. If you have a degree, you can have whatever job you require or you want. Because doesn't matter what it's for, you right. have a degree. That English degree can pay off now, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you have a degree, which yeah. means you are qualified. Is it right. an engineering degree? No. But hey, Hi. doesn't matter. You have a yeah. degree. I think most companies just like to see, or at least the crap I was always told was that you had follow through and would finish something. Kiss my ass. I finished high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even if I was forced to by law. But yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, like, that was always the load of crap I, I remember hearing since I was a teenager. And I don't know if they're still clinging to that. You know, they are. They are. but like, yeah, because like some jobs when I see the job application and they're like a bachelor's degree and I'm like to rent a car out to people mm-hmm. yeah there's rental places that for you to stand behind the counter they're like we would like you to have a bachelor's and i'm like if i have a bachelor's i i i hope i have a different job than that yeah really seriously just say just say just say teach their own if you love it and want to do that then please do i mm-hmm. know you can move up ranks in some of those companies and make really good money but but yes. <laughs> I would cry. I'm like, this is what it. This is what my seventy thousand dollars is doing for me, or whatever my yeah. degree costs. <laughs> it's freaking ridiculous. I don't understand yeah. it. So no. whatever. I mean, yeah, it, it was, might have it, changed now though. Yeah, office space. Like I said, it just it hit me in all the right mm-hmm. ways this time. Going damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's got like it. how waiting. Mm-hmm. makes me fold over like a lawn chair every time I bet. i've been in the restaurant industry for so long i watch that movie and i don't even like dane cook just mm-hmm. to be fair like he's probably a great human but i don't care for his comedy and yeah, uh, i never did i'm like yeah i worked with i've worked with all of those individuals mm-hmm. yep. Meh. yep anyway <laughs> uh what have you been playing Ooh, okay monster train got me this week i you know steam did their uh fall sale around Mm. Thanksgiving. Um, And so it's not a brand new game, but let's just put it this way. I'm just kind of moving my Slay the Spire addiction to a new game because it's kind of the same concept, like a roguelike card playing game or whatever, but your monster's on a train (laughs) and like fighting against each other that way, turn-based. And so I, there's like four different clans, Mm. five, I don't have the DLC. I just ha- I just got the base game. I saw there's a DLC because there's like one clan that says locked. And then when I hover over it, you need blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, let's see if I like the rest of it first. Um, 
So I've, uh, yeah, I like it because I've used all the different clan combinations now and beat it once. So I've unlocked all those cards. And then now there's the covenant level Mm. where it's supposed to get harder. And I'll be damned if I can figure out how to beat one level of that one yet. But I'm getting there because I find what's a little more interesting about this one is kind of gathering what cards you'll need because it'll actually tell you who your final boss is going to be and they're, you're like your big bosses along think of it when you're going up the little ladder on slay the spire i'm just going down my little map in the train you know mm-hmm. um so if you can catch it and really think about it with the the, uh, the clans that you have and artifacts that you might gather if you can really line up those things to work with each other, depending on which boss you get, like if you can, oh, this guy's just going to take all of my buffs away. So I probably should try to stack this, this, and this, like mm-hmm. for brute strength. It becomes a so much more interesting game because I'm still kind of learning what all of the different stuff will do. And uh, when it finally clicks, it almost made me feel smart. (laughs) I don't know, you know, just with all the math and being able to finally stack the artifacts and use them so well together. Now, if I can make it to work for the the covenant levels, we'll see. They're just harder and stronger. So it's been a little bit more difficult. But uh, yeah, I'm in it right now. And I don't know how long I'm going to be addicted to Monster Train. But uh, that's my bag right now. I'm Mm -hmm. ignoring like the rest of life to uh, play that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How about you? I don't think I had anything on my uh, docket because I got back into town too. (laughs) I didn't want to bring this up since you you mentioned Slay the Spire. I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, the, the game... It just came out, or I, I believe it just came out. Uh, the Marvel Midnight Suns game. Yes. I heard uh, a review that kind of paralleled it to Slay the Spire. You know what? I was going to say that today because I didn't want you to get mad at me after I was reading more of the description and heard one of my favorite reviewers go over it. I'm like, I think I might actually like this game. Yeah. So if... Like, I don't care what the characters are based off of. Like, the game itself actually sounded like fun. Well, I mean, since you kind of brought that up, I mean, and, and you've been wanting me to play Slay the Spire, which I do. I do have saved somewhere. You did download several yeah, months ago. <laughs> I do have it. I just haven't got around to it. So if this is like that, and then it has the Marvel characters, and I like Slay the Spire, then I could probably Because I know that I was a big detractor to Midnight Suns going, ah. Right, but it also looks like there's some RP elements that's mixed in there too, Mm -hmm. which is what made it more interesting to me. Because I'm like, ooh, I like RP. Ooh, I like the card-based stuff. I might actually like this game. I mean, the only thinking about it, I actually the the review that I read, the only kind of downside that they really had was kind of the com. I guess the the relationship kind of building that they do between your character and all the Marvel character. They're just like it's a little sappy and just like eh, oh. corny kind of things like uh really but in a funny way or i guess does it really i mean they know? weren't just like it was terrible it was just kind of like eh, you know like okay. all the characters are just fawning over you and it just seems like would they really uh, you know i don't know i don't know how well you were playing but i have to know the story i guess <laughs> but combat wise with the, the yeah. cards and everything they were just like no this is top notch i mean just the things you could do the moves and everything and i was like all right all right all right yeah so, i've yeah i honestly i've been eyeing it i think i might i mean i probably wait for a sale i'm yeah. like one of those people now like full price <laughs> but, i get it um yeah 
Ooh, you know what? I should have looked. I wonder if it's going to be Game Pass. Let me see. I'm going to look right. real fast. Well, while you're looking at that. Game Pass. While you're looking oh, at yeah, that. yeah, then I know what I'm playing later. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I finished God of War Ragnarok. I Ooh, yes. still stand by everything that I said mm-hmm. uh, in the other review. And I, I feel even more more passionate about my praise. Mm-hmm. Uh, even more so by the end. Because let me tell you what. Um, this might be, I might have to talk about it later because I know we're going to, we're going to discuss a few things, but this, this game is, I can't say what I want to say without saying what we're going to talk about later, but sure. I, I, I think what I want to talk about most is cause I don't want to spoil anything. How far, how far is David? Cause I know you said you've been watching. Like where in the story uh, you know do you what? think he stopped almost halfway, I would think, because admittedly, um, Dead Cells is still just kind of like Yeah taken over for him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was actually kind of shocked that it had been bumping God of War, if I'm oh, honest. Yeah. That is that's surprising, honestly, because yeah, I was even in it. He's kind of confused by the whole thing. He's like, Who am I? What is this? Because yeah, what's going on? Like this is the biggest reason why I hang on to PlayStation that I'll never get rid of PlayStation is my God of War. So <laughs> So I've not gotten to see the whole thing yet. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Fi- but it's fine. Well like I said, I don't want to spoil anything, but the story, the way it plays out, where it goes, I I was really surprised there was a there was a twist that I'm hoping that people will not get spoiled how i dodged it i don't know mm-hmm. but you you know you're always waiting for that other shoe to drop and you but don't sure. know what it's going to be mm-hmm. and when it happened like i i was just i jumped back because i was like what what the fuck you know what are you doing to me like i i just didn't know what happened in the moment because i was like you because nothing made sense and then suddenly yeah. it was just like i guess where i had my moment of shock then the reveal, if you will, kind of clarified. And then you just feel even more shocked going, are you shitting me? And (laughs) like, you're trying to process everything, but it makes sense, right? Oh yeah. Because once you, in the moment you're just kind of taken aback by it and you're so shocked. And then you start to rewind everything that had happened up to that point. And you start to see where it all makes sense. And you're like, holy Mm -hmm. shit, all this time. And I missed it. How did I miss it? And it was well, just... Well, then it's good writing then, right? Oh, yeah. they wanted it to be for that reveal, I'm sure. For, I mean, phenomenal stuff. Uh, even the way it kind of plays out, there's this discussion of destiny, your fate, all that, how mm. it plays out. Is it going to follow fate and destiny? And what do you do? Do you have to follow it? And just phenomenal stuff. Uh, and... I know I've talked probably mentioned this before about a few games like The Last of Us Part 2 when mm-hmm. spoiler alert if you haven't played it. Yeah. By now, I mean come Three, on. 3 2 1 When Joel died, that hit me emotionally because this was sure. a character that we saw and we we grew with and then it it was surprising that it mm-hmm. it hit me that way. I was like, "Holy shit. Why? I mean, I feel something for this character." Yeah. The same can be said for uh, uh, Kratos and Atreus because I felt so much emotion for their journey. Right. And everything that they were going through. And watching them grow. 
And and I had those moments where I, I just mm-hmm. I feel the tears kind of welling up because I'm just like I've, I've, I I'm connecting on an emotional level. If if your game can do that, it's mm-hmm. it, I mean it's a combination of things. Okay, talking about solid writing, solid performances, you have to have that heart. Yep. And and Christopher Judge, Sonny Sergic, they fucking nail it. Mm-hmm. They 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 breathe life into these characters. They are them. And mm-hmm. the fact that you can connect on an emotional level with those characters, I mean, it's just phenomenal. And I did. And yeah. I love them so much. When I finished the game, and I want to say this too, because this is there was another... This kind of comes from the twist, I guess, if you will. So it's very. I'm, I'm trying to be very specific on how I say this. If you've played this game, and at the end of the game... Mm-hmm when it kind of ends, if you will, you are kind of ending on a, on a note and then it's like you enter an epilogue. So you'll kind of start moving along and then credits start to roll, but not in the black screen credit rolls. More like you're mm-hmm. still playing, but credits are kind of playing off to the side. Sure. Yeah. So consider it like now you're in an epilogue. There is one mission that felt to me like something I wanted to do last because I knew what it entailed. For me, it felt like this was finality for the story. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to save that for last and I'm going to, whatever else I've got to do, I'm going to go ahead and clean it up and then I'll do that last. And I highly recommend doing it that way because it felt like the story closed properly for me in that moment, you know, as okay. opposed to yeah. going and, and, doing that first and then doing all the side mission stuff later because that just felt like, because as soon as that ended, the credits rolled. And then I was like, I, sh- I turned the game off. I was like, well, that was it. I'm done. Yeah. You know, there's nothing more for me to do. And another thing I'll give this game on how great it was for me personally is how much I've wanted to go back and play it since I've ended. But in the back of my head, I'm like, there's nothing more to do. But I want to go back. But I want more. It, yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm stuck in this moment where I'm just like, but there's nothing else I can do, and but I want to play. But I'm just like, but what? What do I do? Yeah. There's nothing Unless more. Unless I to just do. wanted to start over. Yeah, and I know that some well, people give me God of War mode or whatever it was called. <laughs> well, I know some people can can do. They can find stuff to do and i'm sure that there if i just wanted to run around and fight stuff there's the the crucible challenges and multiple heim which are like you know trials and whatnot i could do that but Mm -hmm. i I guess i'm searching for more meat from the story or just the story some little something and with direction yeah so it was just that the the fact that it had stuck with me that much it was it was surprising and i even highly recommend if you haven't heard it yet you'll hear it in the end credits there's a they they have like a song at the end uh i think it's from the guy i can't ever remember his name the guy that sang that song take me to church um oh take me to church hoser hazers Hose, i think that's right hoser. hoser if i'm saying it right yeah. hosier hoser yeah he sings the the end titles theme and it's actually yeah. orchestrated with bear mccreary doing the god of war stuff in the background with the drums and such a nice voice oh yeah it's a beautiful song and it it it's wonderful so i highly yeah. recommend listening to that as well okay um, yeah but outside of that uh since i had 
I had to figure out a new game and I was like, what am I going to play now? And it took me forever to finally lock in on something, but I did. And I chose Moonlighter, which I talked about. Mm-hmm. This was the roguelike, which again, I hate that term <laughs> so much. Roguelike uh, uh-huh. town simulator, yada, yada, whatever. Uh, I thought I wasn't going to like it when I first started uh-huh. because I wasn't 100% sure on, like I felt like I was getting my ass handed to me and I was just like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And I felt like I just needed to take a breath be patient and then learn everything that I needed to learn and then I'll figure it out. Now, once I, I, I took that breath and just said, give it a minute because you're, you're, this happens every time I start a new game. I just feel mm-hmm. like, ah, I don't like it. I don't like it because <laughs> for, for Too whatever hard. reason, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something's not clicking. I'm just like, I don't like it, but I took a breath. I tried it. And, and gave it a chance, and I, I have gotten into it. Like, I found myself sucked okay. into it. So, what it reminded me of in some element to a game I recently played was Cult of the Lamb. In the mm-hmm. sense that you have a, a, a town or a settlement you're trying to build, which in Cult of the Lamb, you have a cult that you're trying to uh, foster growth in. And here, you have a town, you have a shop, and you can invest money into the town to either bring in new shopkeepers or expand your shop, yada, yada, and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. So you've got to earn money. You've got to, you've got to make money. And to do that, you have to go into the dungeons. Same with Cult of the Lamb. To get resources, you have to go into the dungeons. And they even mm-hmm. set up several different dungeons, which you can choose to go into. Now, I've only been going into the one at the moment because right now I just I want to try to get through it all. Because that's the other part of it is it has like four different chambers. So you have to beat one boss, get to the next area, beat that boss, get to the next area. So I've gotten to the third area. But what I found out and the reason I haven't gotten farther is there is some kind of green blob that shows up after a set amount of time that will kill you on sight, you know, Ah. if it can grab you. So it's almost like it's trying to force you through the dungeon faster. I don't like that. I feel mm-hmm. like allow me to, you know, explore at my own leisure, not force me out because I'm not doing it your way. But yeah. I guess it's so you don't farm money because that's the other part of it. You have a limited amount of space in your bag, which is about 20 things. But, you know, obviously items can stack to a point. And then some of the items that you can find in the dungeons are cursed. So... Uh, maybe they can only go into a certain area in your bag. Maybe they'll destroy something in your bag. Maybe they're fragile. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of different things that kind of come to play there. So you have to kind of be strategic on what you're taking, what you don't take. You can find a mirror that if you wanted to, maybe some lesser resources you don't really use or don't really need, you can kind of... I don't really want to say you sell them because I feel like you could probably make more money taking them to your shop and selling them versus putting them into the mirror but you'll get a little something out of it. So if you if you just, you know, need the space or you want to just try to keep going, I've just, anything that seems like a really cheap item, I would just kind of mm-hmm. chuck in there for a few, you know, coins or whatever and just keep on moving. Yeah. So that's how I've kind of been playing, kind of earning my money on the side is I'm just like, well, take the crappy stuff, throw it in there. Things that I know I'm not going to make a lot of money on, I'll just chuck it in there and then I'll keep moving it and try to gather up more 
and see how far I can get. And mm-hmm. like I said, I've gotten to about the third level of the first dungeon called the Golem Dungeon. Wish I could get farther, but I feel like I'm going to have to just speed through it. But I feel like to also do that, I'm going to need to be a little stronger. That's where your town resources come in because you can sell all the items. You have to, that's the other part that kind of gets tricky too, is you have to find a balance to your prices. So you'll lay out stuff on your table. People will come in when you open your shop and you have to set a price for the items. They will let you know whether or not the price is good or not. They'll either look at it and be like, mm, or they'll look at it and they'll they'll be like, just like a regular smile, like, oh, awesome. Or it'll be like their eyes are glowing, like, oh my God, like you've just cut them a deal. Can't believe you're asking that. Yeah. So you have to find a balance to the prices to, to figure out, okay, what's the right price for everything? What are you selling this for that you're not ripping people off or you're not ripping mm-hmm. yourself off? So, so it's not a, capu- a capitalist simulator. Right, right. So it's <laughs> it's very interesting how that works because they kind of give you a, an idea, but they also kind of leave it up to you to figure it out. So set a price, see what happens. And then mm-hmm. what I would do is if I see somebody frown, I'd run back over to the table and then maybe drop it about 10, uh, 10 coins or whatever, 10 Gs, and see mm-hmm. if they'd come back. And then if they perked up and smiled i was like all right well then that's that and once you set the price which i like this too once you set a price and you've you've done you've sold an item one time then you can just do like a quick move to your table and it's automatically set to that and you can just go so you don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about all that which i i highly recommend just i mean it's it makes the the motion go a lot faster yeah then as building your town, you can get a blacksmith. He will help you craft, you know, armor and stuff like that, which as soon as I started doing that and I got him, I was like, holy shit, this is where I got to focus my, my time and attention on because this will help me in the dungeons. Mm-hmm. I had a sword and shield and a broom <laughs> to start yeah, with. Nice. And the broom, it actually came in handy because it would keep enemies at bay, you know, because like if they were coming up on me, but they couldn't reach me to a point, I'd just be like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. so. <laughs> Like swatted with a newspaper. I noticed there was a spear and I thought, well, okay, well, how about I I trade in the broom for a spear? That could probably (laughs) do the same thing. Right. Uh, But there was a sword and shield, big sword, uh, bow and arrow, which uh, I actually did kind of invest in that because I thought, well, that would give me a lot of reach. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how well it, it doesn't seem to do well with certain enemies. So it's tricky like that. Yeah. Uh, but the armor sets and everything, all the stuff that you gather, this is where that kind of comes into play. You've got to highly recommend using wish lists because you can wish list whatever items you want to build or craft. So they will mark the items that you're then collecting. So, you know, okay, don't sell this or don't get rid of this right. because this is yeah. what you need, which huge help. So yeah. when I figured that out, I was like, all right, awesome. And it was just trying to find that balance to earning enough money to get what I need, but not sell what I had. So I'm eventually getting to a point, like one of the last things I did is I started expanding my store for the first time because I got the the blacksmith. I got a, a potion maker, but I found out she also does like runic magic, which can enhance your armor and your weapons. And I was like, holy shit, even better, you know? So right, now I can yeah. have higher defense and stuff like that. So, but again, everything costs about... Arrange simply 
the range goes from about a thousand to four thousand gold. And at first I was like, how am I gonna it's gonna take a while to earn that. Once you start getting some better items and you can sell them for higher prices, you'll earn that in no pro you know, no time yeah. when you've got your shop open. But then that's the kicker is everything that levels up from there goes much higher because the thing after that would be like 16,000. And I was like, shit. But again, if you can rake that in in a day, I mean, it's it's no big deal. Right. So yeah. you've just got to get there and start getting those better items. So you can sell that to the public and then you rake in that money. So it, it's there's a lot of work. And this is what I was hoping for. I wanted that balance to where I'm building my town selling stuff at my shop because I really enjoy doing that for whatever reason. It's just some weird quirk I have, I guess I just love running a shop. And then the, the dungeon stuff, uh, you know, I wish it could be a little bit better. I kind of wish there was more of a, a 360 degree attack formation, but it plays a lot like Zelda, you know, where you're kind of looking down on the dungeon and you can only attack, left right up and down so i don't know you know i that's it's a minor gripe but overall i'm i'm really enjoying it i'm glad i didn't just say fuck it mad at this game i just had to get over a hump and Mm. figure out okay well now that i figured that out now i'm 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 a little beefier i'm a little stronger i can handle this so I think I'll enjoy it. I think I'll, I'll go Good. the distance with this game, hopefully, and I won't burn mm-hmm. out at some point. So, sure, I'm excited. Yeah, nice. So, what what news do you have? I know one one bit that we we're probably going to be talking about too. Matter of fact, but uh, what do you got? Probably, I was going to say. Let's see here. Uh, well, happy holidays from Google Stadia. I know we had some uh, <laughs> questions about what was going on with that, but. They're actually issuing refunds for the Stadia hardware purchases um, that you had made, and those uh, refunds have already started rolling out. Mm-hmm. I We were wondering, like, what some of it was going to happen. Yeah. So, looks like your hardware purchases for sure are coming back. Um, I think that's goodwill, because those are expensive items if you bought them. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, and to my understanding, keep an eye on your email that you bought it from, because you they will, you know, give you a heads up email like, hey... You don't have to do a thing. Just check your bank account. We're yeah. just going to put it right back into however you paid for it. Uh, but I did, I did get did an email. Get it was, I can't remember what it was for, but it wasn't for, because, you know, I told you before that I got it free. I was like, free. yours was free, right? Exactly. Okay. So I was curious how this was going to work. And I got an email and I think it was for a subscription that I had made at one point. And then, but it was also a free trial or something. So they they were just like, "Here's your receipt for zero dollars for this zero dollar thing that you didn't buy." And I was like, they "Yeah, probably of just course. have it plugged into their computers to like, just whoever yeah. had an account." Uh, but if you subscribed your Google Stadia Pro fees, sorry about it. Mm-hmm. You're, they're just keeping that, which kind of makes sense to me. If yeah. you cancel any kind of subscription service, you're not going to be like, "Hey, I want all of my money back for the last well, I guess year in this yeah. case." Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, you don't have to do a thing. So if you bought any hardware from it, um, just keep checking your bank account. Maybe you'll have a couple extra hundred bucks for for the holidays. Yeah. Who couldn't use a couple hundred extra bucks around this time of year? So no um, I, I didn't see anything about like software, so like games or anything like that. So um, mm. I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, so hopefully they're saying completely done by January 18th. 
when they're completely sunsetting the service for good. Gotcha. Um, so I guess just keep checking if you're one of the people that's uh, hopefully getting something back. Um, and let's see here. Okay, so since we were kind of talking about um, The Last of Us earlier, did you see the new trailer? I did. I did. Uh, so let me see. Let me come back to my notes here. Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I think I might be having a hard time getting excited just because, like, I know the story. I'm not yeah. sure how much they're wanting to deviate and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. I like the cast and everything. Um, I noticed at um, um, what's her name, it, Ashley Johnson, mm-hmm. in the trailer. Oh, did you? I didn't. I'm I her. did. It was super quick. I think okay. she was the one like in the blink. The blinky moments where, yeah. you know, there's just a bunch of stuff going on, uh, holding the baby up, you know, uh, okay. and I, I saw it and I paused it for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute, you know, and then when I rewound it, I'm like, yes, she would be Ellie's mom. That's maybe that uh, would be awesome. I mean, awesome. that would be kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and I didn't notice this. Someone else pointed out. Troy Baker was also in one of the blinky missy moments. So I went back because somebody else said they had saw it. And sure enough, um, in the Blinky, if you see where it's like, looks like four guys just walking through the woods with the guns, he's mm. to like the left, if you're staring at it, of the first guy Troy uh, Baker was. Okay. So um, I guess part of some of the bad guys in this okay. one or whoever that character was. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Is it making you more excited or just the same like me where I'm kind of, I'll probably I- watch it, but... I mean, I'll definitely watch it, and I'll, I'll definitely recommend it for anybody who I know is not, like, a gamer. Fair, uh, yeah. Like, my parents, I know that... I, I remember once, I'm almost positive, I was playing, like, the beginning of the game once when my dad was over for whatever reason. Like, I guess he showed up, and I was just kind of right in the middle of something. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I felt like he was kind of invested in the story <laughs> at that moment. Like, he was like, oh, what is this? Like, he was yeah. kind of in it. So I would love for him to actually get to experience it without having to go through a game. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where it's hard for us because, like you said, we know the story. So do we want it to be the same or do we want it to deviate? So we're a little surprised because I'm I'm torn because it's such a great story as it was that I don't Mm -hmm. want them to. But I would kind of like to be a little surprised by something. Sure. No, for sure. So, because uh, I feel like I already got the best version of the story. Yeah. So, I'm. But I'm a, I'm a gamer, torn, yeah. so <laughs> I think I had the best version of the story. You know. But I am. I am excited to see how they do the uh, clickers in this because yeah. we haven't really gotten to see them. Like they've. Kept no, we've them heard in the them shadow. though. Yeah, but they've yeah. kept them hidden. And I'm curious as to why. I mean, well, at the very end, maybe one of those was yeah, when they were yeah. all crawling out or something because the the flowery head, I guess, mm. would be the nice way to call it, yeah, <sighs> where it looks like gross. they're already split open. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that was what was the middle one crawling yeah. out, you know, in the shadow though, so you didn't get mm-hmm. like a super good look of the of the face or whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, if I'm just going to sit down and enjoy it as a TV show, I'll probably have a better time if I go into it with that frame of mind yeah. than trying to make all of the comparisons to the game. So I'm, I'm going to try to do myself that solid and just try to appreciate it for a TV show medium and try mm. to move on. Because I think if I sit there and try to nitpick, you know, about all the things, that I'm just going to have a bad time and just try sure. to appreciate this for its own thing, for its right. own thing. 
Um, so yeah, uh, premieres uh, January fifteenth, HBO mm-hmm. Max. So I guess we'll see um, in like a month ish, yep. a little over, uh, and see how we like it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Clickers, I think that was it, or the bloater. Yeah, that yeah. was in there mm-hmm. too, wasn't it? Yeah, oof, yeah. I would be curious to see how they imagined it, mm-hmm. you know? I can't feel like they deviate too far from the game. doesn't look like know. it. Yeah, because yeah, it looked like I recognized the monsters for what little they showed us. So, uh, yeah, all right. Um, other little bit that I saw, and this I'm just going to mention because I thought it was funny. Um, cause, uh, Todd Howard did, um, a little interview Now I wouldn't say little, but you know, he did an interview. Um, and, uh, it was just the, the one line that kind of stuck out to me was that, um, like, Hey guys, I also wish Skyrim or not Skyrim. I was going to say Skyrim six elder scroll six. Um, I wish it was out by now too. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't imagine we'd still be sitting here this long, you know? So it's just, uh, it, it was just funny to me that he was just like coming out going, yeah, I have a vague idea when it might be ready. I wish I had a better idea. Um, I didn't think it would be a 15-year <laughs> <laughs> endeavor, but here we are. So I guess, in other words, he was just like, guys, I know. I get it. We are making another one, though. We It is happening. Sorry. Thank you for playing Skyrim for a decade. Um, you know, so I just thought that was funny. Just like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I wish it was done already too. I don't understand why why we why we suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was just something fun for me. And uh, let's see here, what else should I mention? Oh my God, have you been reading about Callista Protocol? Uh, you know, I did kind of see some bad. <laughs> yeah, it seems very mixed. It seems yeah. very mixed. Now, this wasn't one on my radar, but like I had a good friend in my life that was a huge fan of Dead Space, mm-hmm. you know, so um, him and I had kind of chatted a little bit about this one because I felt he was going to dive right in, you know, sure. really wanted some more of it. Um, But it seems like the bigger problems or for real is on the PC version. Because that's where I noticed Steam reviews like tanking. Like it was just in the overwhelmingly negative category. And I was like, what the hell? This just came out today, you know, because it just came out on December 2nd. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So it seems like your console versions, fine. PC might want to wait a minute if you're a PC player. Like supposedly have already sent a patch out. Um. So, this is the right. So much stuttering was what was really happening with the game. Like some of them, I saw calling it the stuttering protocol, which was kind of <laughs> funny. Um, but uh, they they did put in a PC patch, which should hopefully fix a lot of those stuttering issues. Um, mm-hmm. I've been seeing some people say it's still not one hundred percent great, but it's definitely better. <laughs> far far cry from what it was day one drop. Sure. Um, and then Glenn Schofield, um, who's the CEO of uh, the developing team, uh, Striking Distance Studios. Uh, said that it was a wrong file that was patched, which is what was the problem initially. Um, he said, just a freaking error by someone rushing. All right. So he's referring to a clerical error. I don't know. The article I was reading that had played through the game and then went back to it said that actually seemed kind of plausible with what they found was wrong. And then with him being like, yeah, we just kind of messed up and pushed the PC version out with uh, a bad file in it. Like admitted it. Like we just okay. screwed that up. Sorry. Um, so they, um, you know, pushed out a little patch that's supposed to help that. But 
I think too, it's just, you're going to have a bad time unless you have a high end PC, even if we were talking about it coming out perfect. Hmm. Um, because reading the specs on it for, if you want the ultra settings for sure. Now this is for on your PC. Uh, they're recommending a GE force NVIDIA RTX 3080 or the AMD Radeon RX 6900 XT. Okay. <laughs> That's, uh, we're talking, well, in today's day and age, it's probably like a thousand dollar GPU or more. Sure. Prices might've normalized now a little bit more. I don't know. Um, but dear God, I don't know that a lot of people are going to have those insights. Um, now if you just want to do, you know, the, regular rare like even mm-hmm. the the processing speed would needed to be like an intel i9 9900 yeah. you know like it, it just it it seemed like you were gonna need a super beefy pc regardless if you're the type who wants to put everything on like god mode settings you know sure. so you're getting all your ray tracing your fun stuff that all of it can do um and so even even on like the next one down you probably want a pretty beefy pc so just i'll put that out there you know if you're a pc gamer you are looking forward to this game probably wait a minute and then decide if you're the type who absolutely needs all that ultra stuff because it looks like it's going to cost you quite a bit to get those specs unless you already have them in which case good luck have fun you know play your game um but i don't know i was looking forward to it so it didn't like break my heart Mm -hmm. but it's a rough launch yeah. for PC, you know. Um, most of the reviews I were reading and stuff, like people played it on the PS5 or something. So it was much different listening to both sides. Uh, so why people. why do you think this is becoming a, a trend now with developers? Because we also had the same story with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet oh, being yeah. a buggy mess. And then Nintendo and then going was, back and forth. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo's like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. And then they just act like it didn't happen, even though there are people out there saying, no, our game is broken, dude. What are you talking about? They're like, I don't know what you're talking and about. And weren't they like about to issue refunds even for a hot second? Like, this is where I got confused of like, yeah. all of it seemed to happen in an hour. Yeah. Like this back and forth. But why why do you think we're we're here where developers are just like, just ship it. Doesn't matter. It's broken. Fuck it. Or, or, I mean, I guess it could be that. It could also be maybe corporate overlords, like, still just telling them to push these things out whenever we'll fix it later, we'll fix it later, um, that they're not actually concerned about the consumers having the good product day one. They just want to meet their deadlines, get it pushed out. Because it's not really an industry where you get refunds. No, that's true. I mean, on Steam, you can. You know, I'm sure there's other marketplaces and stuff as well. But, like, if you bought it on console... And it was garbage. You hated it. You're kind of stuck with it. Yeah. You could sell it back maybe to a GameStop for five, ten dollars and you just spent seventy. Mm-hmm. You know? So sometimes I just think it's just greedy corporations realizing we're gonna buy it. Once you've bought it, you're stuck with it, and then we'll just fix it later. It would And it's garbage way to do it, but I feel like that's gotta be a, a part of it too. Or crunching, not having enough people and expecting all these people to do this insane amount of work in a smaller amount of time. I think eventually I'd burn out and not give a crap too. If you were working me 80 plus hours a week on a bunch of different stuff, you know, just I'm a human. I'm going to wear down. I mean, I wish, I wish gamers would, as we've mentioned before, vote for their wallet or with their wallet, because 
as you said, they, I think the corporations, the, the, the bigger heads are just like, they're going to buy the shit. So who cares? Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, we can patch it later. They're going to buy it. They're, they've already pre-ordered it. Look at all the stuff we can, you know, dangle in front of them as a pre-order bonus and they're going to eat it up. And who cares if it's broken? I honestly yeah. feel like that's a conversation that's had in a boardroom. Who cares if I'm it's sure. broken? I'm sure. For suits sitting around a table? Yeah. Absolutely. They bought a, a statue. <laughs> they they paid right. $200. They got a statue. What are they complaining about? Right. You know? Fuck it. We'll fix it later. Yeah. It's fine. It'll work know. at some point. Just not right now. Who cares? We right. got a deadline to meet people. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it just, it feels that way now. I don't want to, who knows, maybe the developing team really was just lazy or something like that. I know this is their first time doing for both mm-hmm. like this at the same time. So who knows if it was just like now this team, new team getting together. Cause I know some dead space devs were still involved, you know, first new big, huge push out things like starting over like a new team. I don't know. I could make excuses all day long, but I don't really know. But to me, it just feels like with it happening so often that there's just some corporate overlord that doesn't give two shits about the consumers. They just want our money. And they're like, well, we'll stay within laws limits by making sure within XYZ time, everything is up to speed or whatever. And they just don't care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just how it feels. Maybe I'm just cynical nowadays, but (laughs) it just feels like there's no no Fs to give. I think you're on point. Um, and then the only other little bit of news before we start talking a little bit about the game awards, because that's going to happen this week, y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So people are already talking about like the sequel won't begin pre production until twenty twenty three. I didn't know we were getting one, so I'm yeah. going to put that out there right now. I knew we had a DLC coming for twenty twenty three. Um, I guess I should have assumed maybe since they've ironed everything out and like, you know, Witcher was a trilogy and everything that they would do it because there has been a lot of um, people keeping an eye on that, especially since that Edge Runners TV show came out on Netflix. Mm -hmm. The game itself has actually seen a really huge uptick where there's like sometimes a million people at a time on Steam playing it. So now that they fixed it, made it playable, it's fun. Uh, people saw that. So we probably got a lot of new people coming in who got to skip all the nonsense BS and enjoy the game as it is now. Uh, I'm curious if we're going to get the game we were promised the first time. Ooh. I'm just saying. Ooh. Like the first one you guys mentioned sounds super awesome. And I'm not saying this game wasn't fun and I liked the story and everything, but I was definitely more attracted to that first little nugget you dangled like a decade ago. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's my only question. I just kind of wonder, is that what it's going to be? And maybe you don't worry about it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure people are trying to make, you know, rumors out of financial earnings calls like we always do. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, wasn't there even a rumor? I'm sure it started from the same call about a yeah. Witcher remake. Oh, no, they're redoing the first one. They're so, rebuilding it. So they are rebuilding oh, it. Oh, so it's a remake. Yeah. Like they're rebuilding it. Gotcha. Um so, well, maybe they're redoing the whole trilogy. Although I, I feel like I know for a fact the first one is being worked on. Because in honesty, yeah. If you want to play that one these days, especially on PC, my God, does it need love. Gotcha. And I'm not even saying it didn't age well because of graphics or whatever and story. Because whatever for me on those mm-hmm. points. But the PC mechanics were garbage. And yes, you need that crap fixed. So okay. if you were ever what like holding off to play the first Witcher... I might recommend just wait and see what they come up with here. 
because it is a great story. It was a lot of fun, but I can remember getting stuck a lot because just shit was breaking and the mechanics were just gross on the PC. So I have a question since you have played Mm -hmm. it. You played, Mm -hmm. have you played the entire trilogy? I've played all of one, most of two and watched and then I got to like past that one area in three where all of a sudden I'm in the first area and then watered into level 30 and I'm like, this is bull. (laughs) And then I put it down because I was like, do I really want another hundred hour game? You know, because The Witcher took a while. The first one to okay, beat, it was like was... a solid 60 hours, I think it took me or more. Yeah, that was my question. Is is Witcher 1 and 2, are they as long as 3? Because mm-hmm. I felt like I played for weeks, if not months. And it has a DLC, too, that Blood and Wine, yeah. right? Like, So it's like it was a whole other game. And it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Like I, mm-hmm. I got to the point where I was leveled up as a god in that, mm-hmm. so I could take on anything. And I got really good, but it was just getting there. And I felt like I was always playing. Like it was never going to end. And again, I enjoyed it. It was just a lot. A lot. No, I felt that way playing the first one too, where I was like, does this, are we, am I close? I put in a lot of time. I Mm -hmm. streamed it. So God loved them all. That was probably the only game I streamed for like two months. I don't know. It took forever because how good I am and how much I chatted before stream. We only really played a game for like an hour or two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so we'll see. Uh, I'm just still waiting to see if they put out the DLC. Um, And hopefully that's going good because I think I might go back to it once that drops because then Mm. maybe I'll have had enough distance to want to start a new character have some fun, have it working properly. And again, I didn't have that bad of an experience. I did start on PC, so mm-hmm. yes, did I find bugs? Oh, hell yeah. You know, but I it was playable and it was fine for sure. me. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just waiting for the Phantom Liberty DLC and then and then we'll all just see what's going to happen from there. Um, but outside of that, we got Game Awards happening this week. So as we've done in the past. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, well, you, d- you missed like one. You mentioned trailers and you missed the, the most important one that came out this did past I? week. Yeah. Hold on. Which Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yes, I did watch that. I did forget to write it down. I guess it yeah. didn't leave that much of a mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yes, I did. Yeah, I did want to talk about it. that real quick because... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what, how do it you feel? It looks cute. How do you feel about it at the moment? Yeah. At the moment, it looks cute. It looks fine. It looks like something that I would watch once it's come home. I won't be the person to rush out to the sure. theaters and, and go see it. Uh, I mean, I don't have as much of negativity attached to it, I think, as most people. So I think I would enjoy it for a one-time through movie. Honestly, sure. it okay. looks fun. So here is my concern. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see... The Mushroom Kingdom and all these characters come to life on the big screen. I, I know it's not live action, but just in this form, I'm happy to see it. Tons of references. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's that rumor going around that the movie's only like 90 minutes long. Fine. Fine. Good. Fine. Excellent. We don't need That's two hours. That's all we need out of movies. Get over yourself, directors. But <laughs> in saying that, in saying that it's a 90-minute movie and everything that we saw in that trailer, I'm a little mm-hmm. concerned little concerned because i felt like they threw everything in this movie everything i mean you could be right yeah donkey kong smash brothers mario kart yeah all the the power-ups that we saw we saw at least two or three did we not yoshi's 
Yeah. Like, I didn't even see the Yoshis the first time through. And so it was like, no, Yoshis were in there. I was like, seriously? And yeah, there was like this one shot. I don't know if I remember shot. that either. So I like have this... to go back and watch. I'm like, I don't know if I remember the Yoshis. Now, granted, granted, a lot of this stuff could be done like in passing. Like the Yoshi shot, maybe they just happen to be passing by the land of Yoshis. They're like, we'll, we'll get to that at some point. We're just kind of showing it here. No big deal. We're not going to do a lot with it. But just in seeing, like the Mario Kart thing to me, it was like, that's cool, but this is not Mario Kart. This is Super Mario Brothers, right? And I know it's all connected, but I'm just saying, why are we doing Mario Kart? Is it considered canon that they were racers? I mean, it was just, it was odd to me because it just seemed like, why are we doing Mario Kart? Because he has his cart, Mm -hmm. you know? Unless, unless, Unless they're using Rainbow Road to drive to wherever and... There's, it could be a story element. Yeah, it, it might just be a little quick thing. Right. That they, yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Because it looked like they were on the road to. I did hear it's a bee, though. And he did the. Uh... Yeah, for the first. I was like, oh, they did throw that in yeah. there. Yeah. Right before he... he was getting in the fight and then got knocked over right away. Right. In the very beginning of the trailer. <laughs> I and think then it was in the beginning. Did that thing at the end, though. Woohoo. Yes. Yep. Okay. I thought that was kind of cute. So, sorry. There, again, I, I'm, I'll I'm get excited for it. I'm excited for it, but. I got a little concerned after seeing all this stuff. And I just, I hope it's just not like a movie where it's like, ah, 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 see, see the thing, see the thing, see the thing, see the thing we did. And then there's no story. It's just like, okay, but what is the story? It's like, it doesn't matter. Just see the thing that we did. That's the thing from the game that you know from 30, 40 years ago. It's like, yeah, I got it. That some of you might know. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I I don't know. I got a little concerned about that. Now, granted, again, you've got great talent behind it. Illumination, Mm -hmm. they do good stuff. I mean, I won't say that I'm like a huge fan of the Minions movies, but they're, I mean, they're entertaining. They're good. Yeah, they're fine. I I don't know. It's weird for me to be even concerned (laughs) about this, but I, I want it to be good. I really yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I mean, it might be. I think 90 minutes, again, is plenty of time yeah, to tell I'm, a story. And you might be right. They might have put in all these nahahas along the way. But it could be a really good storyline taking us through all the ha-ha-has. So, let, yeah, yeah, let's see. Now, you te- might be right, too. <laughs> they um, might have just thrown everything in. I do want to mention uh, one other thing. Apparently, I was pointed to some posters that apparently released. And... It's kind of like of Mario and Luigi doing kind of their pose, kind of like in that one poster. Was it a Twitter blue post? Because you might need to check it. Let me just. Uh, well, this I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it was it was kind of like an official poster where it was like them standing in front of their truck or whatever. But then there were some alternate ones where it was just them uh, singles. So it was like just a Mario poster and a Luigi poster, but it was still the same stuff. Still them kind of looking like plumbers. And then the taglines or the the uh, dialogue that was on the poster with them were lyrics from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, like the uh, oh, you know from, uh, the from, live action one. Well, the, the live action slash cartoon that they did, where, oh, yeah, like yeah. they had the Super Mario rap, which mm-hmm. for some reason the lyrics, like I can hear the tune in my head, and I just want to say the lyrics, but for some reason my mouth is just not cutting it. Where it's just like. I don't remember. I can't remember. And I don't want to yeah. start singing some song that I can't remember, but it's just, you know <laughs> what I mean. what I always do. I always found it a shame that the artists don't remember the lyrics to their yeah. own songs. It's just it, so Like, crazy. for some reason, I can remember this lyric. If Sink is in trouble, then call us on the double. You'd be hooked on the brothers. That's wrong. There's something else missing in there. Yeah, I'd have to look it up. I don't even know if the tune is still in my brain. 
it's it's a catchy tune. And for some reason, I guess maybe if the, I was hearing the song right now, like if it was starting, my brain would be like, oh yeah, lyrics. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that it's they not here. Stuffier. Yeah, I can't remember it. So sorry, well, I'm not seeing yeah. on today's show, but there was that. And, and if you really want to get excited about it, I'm sure I've mentioned him on the show before, but there's a YouTuber by the name of Black Nerd Comedy, uh, mm-hmm. Andre. And... Oh yeah, he's funny. He did he did a watch for the trailer. Uh-huh. I gotta go watch that then. It brings me such joy watching him be that excited mm-hmm. over this movie. Like he he's done that before with like Ninja Turtle stuff because he's a huge Ninja Turtle fan, but he's just watching this. Every little thing that he's oh ah, just I mean yeah. just yeah. I love it. It brings yeah. me such joy to see that excitement because I remember having those moments of excitement for things. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he can still do that. Yeah. I wish I could be that joyful over things a lot of the time. I mean, it's just Me too. I love I it. I always wondered when I see people like especially I know kind of deviating off topic, but like when I'm watching people who watch the World Cup, mm. you know, and their team wins and they're just like screaming and jumping and high fiving strangers and everything. I'm like, I don't know that I've ever loved anything that much. Yeah. I just I'm just like, oh, I'm like, I'm happy for them. I'm yeah. not making fun of them, but I've just like look back at my life and I'm like, I don't know that there's anything that's made me jump and scream and go, Woo! you know, like even at a concert, like I feel just a normal amount like, yeah, you know, but. I mean, it's rare that it happens anymore. Like I said, the the last time I can honestly remember having kind of that moment, something like that, where I kind mm-hmm. of reacted without thinking, was the last Avengers flick, the the end game, where like that final battle just I had no I had no preconceived notions about what was going on, had nothing spoiled for me, and then when just certain things would happen, I'd react, and that was the excitement in me. You know, yeah. for something that I enjoyed or something that I loved. And that's the last. I don't I don't have them very often, but I love it when I do because it makes me feel good that I still have that passion and love for that thing. Sure. Maybe that's what it is. I have. OK, that's a whole other story. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that yeah. I'm dead inside. Um, <laughs> Just, but yeah, I didn't want to talk about that real quick. Oh, no, not to not to deviate too far. I just I want to touch on this real quick <laughs> because it is video game related in some fashion. OK, you know, how, in some fashion, in some fashion, because it does. It, it involves a video game movie. Okay, OK, so you know how in in streaming services, they kind of have uh, they break down sections for you to kind of sort through. So it's just like, hey, here's fantasy movies. Here's comedies, oh, yeah. whatever. Now, Prime, they have this thing where it says. Uh, you know, here's uh, uh, horror films that you might like, or here's things suggested on movies that you have watched. Then right. they have this new section called Black Voices, okay? So it's supposed to be movies in which there would be... Like uh, black creators, right? Black creators uh, of all black cast, black voices, if you will. Yeah. Um, I would assume written by... And written by, directed by, starred in... Yeah. The whole so you you know what you're thinking when I see that. Or at least that's what I assume too. So yeah. That's what I would assume too. Yeah. yeah. You know what the first movie on their list was? Oh my god, no. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. What? Wait, yeah, now think what? about it. I was Hold sitting on. there thinking, so is like, this even in here? Sonic voice is it? No, no, that's no. Ben Schwartz. It's Knuckles. Because I was sitting there thinking, oh did god. they put 
Sonic the Hedgehog 2 here because Knuckles is voiced by Idris Elba. Is that why he's in black voices? Is that why this is here? Because you go Because, I mean, the... if you think about it, the voice then? Like, you are they go... just saying voice actors That's that are what... black? You go through the rest of it, okay? You go through the rest of that list, and it's, you know, something like a Jordan Peele movie or, or a black comedian or, or anything. Yeah. What you would expect. Yeah. But Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and I was like, did someone seriously do this? Were they like thinking somebody that, thought about it and pushed it through for sure. It's like there's a black voice in there. Mm-hmm. Just put it there. Or somebody who at Amazon didn't understand the homework. Right. <laughs> I mean, it could be either or. Because like, you know, well, like that day that I showed you that Shutter had Evil Dead House or something. And it was Evil Dead 2 picture. The Evil Dead House description. I'm like, what's going on here? I'm so confused. <laughs> this is yeah. either of those things. But yeah, that's possible. It's just, I was just... So, That's kind of hilarious, though. I, I wish the rest of it would have just been black voiceovers, just so I mean, not to be mean, but like I think I would have really laughed if that's all it was, and I'd have to write Amazon and be like, "Um, hey guys, I don't usually write letters, but what is this? Yeah, what, what, what are you doing here? I'm, <laughs> what, what's I'm a little what's the point of this category? <laughs> I mean, I should have taken a screenshot. If I see it again, I'm going to, and I'm, I should yeah. post it up somewhere. Because... Please do. We don't wander on Prime a whole hell of a lot, but yeah. It was just bizarre because it did not fit. I understand it can fit, but I don't I think mean, that's what they meant by black voices, you know? Yeah. yeah, I definitely just need clarity on what the point was first. Yeah. And then my follow-up question would be, so, okay, but if their answer was black voiceover artists, then I'd be like, well, okay, no lies detected then. I mean, yeah. there there is one in there or maybe more. I mean, even to a degree, Bebe's kids would be more of a black voices. <laughs> Very fair. Because at least that was still all created by, right? right? Like, it was still, yeah, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on, come on guys. All right, sorry. I tried I to, like, hone in on it. Although I do I do want to talk to you later. Remind me, have you seen The Peripheral on Amazon? Because I actually, we have been watching that. I have not. I okay, not. we're going to have to talk about that later. Because I okay. really freaking like it. But anyway, Game Awards, Game right? Awards. Game Awards happening December 8th. Um, at the top, I'll just mention this because I don't know how this is really going to work. Um, if you're the type who is interested in sitting through the entire thing live, um, I'm not that person, but <laughs> maybe you are. <clears throat> so Steam apparently now is giving away a Steam Deck every minute during the Game Awards. What's the catch, you say? Well... Yeah. You have to go. Y'all are going to have to watch it. You're going to have to watch it. <laughs> but um, Steam.tv, if anyone kind of remembers, it's still kind of there where, like, you can see, like, developers streaming their game if you go on the Steam Marketplace and you're just on their store page or whatever. Uh, so uh, they announced it on November 30th. Um, so what you'll have to do is you'll register on... Hold on. I should have put this up here. So you'll register on, I'll, we'll link it. How's that? Sure. Um, Cause it's a really long, like steampower.com, blah, blah, blah link um, that you register on. And as soon as you do, you'll get a little cute um, steam deck animation sticker, by the way, just for registering that you can put on your steam profile for whatever you use these stickers for. I haven't figured it out yet, but it is kind of funny. Sure. Um, so, but you'll have to watch the entire run of the game awards uh, because you'll have to register. And when you see your thing come up, and you got to watch it via Valve's Steam.tv website. 
So I'm assuming it'll be popping up on there. And then if you see like your screen name or your whatever, you have to be live to push it to get your Steam Deck. So it just seems if you want to do it that way, well, I mean, we're talking, these things can go like three hours. So that could be what, like 180 Steam Decks. I'm like beside myself that you had this much stock and you want to just give it away every minute because I had to wait a year and a half on a waiting list is all I'm going to say. Right? But whatever. Um, so there you go. If you want one, absolutely can't afford one, mm-hmm. and you planned on sitting there and watching all of the game awards anyway, do it this way and get a chance. Um, the only other caveat I saw, too, is that hopefully you've bought something in the last month or something off of Steam, which will be mean that your account's actually active. Ah. Kind of like what they did when they were first doing the uh, raffles for the Steam. Well, I shouldn't say raffle. When you were signing up for a Steam Deck, it was kind of that same way well so, i guess i would keep be you from creating a bunch of accounts so you could steal them so yeah. or you will find them on ebay or something later so you had to have your account in good standing um i mean look my account is in good standing i just don't use it all that often <laughs> so i guess i would be sol yeah, but. as long as like maybe something in the last year, I think they said within a 12-month period that you bought or something just to show you've been like using it. In other words, you can't just sign up on December 8th and then be able to also register and win the Steam Deck would well, be my damn. what I'm saying. So I'm sorry I don't use my Steam account. You could like find some 50-cent game I'm sure on Steam to buy and then that's in like the way bargain bin and then you're active and then you could try to win a Steam Deck. I mean, <laughs> I honestly, know. I feel like I would probably use a Steam Deck more than I would, you know, my Steam account because then it would be a handheld thing that I would have out there where I want to sit. Mm-hmm. You know, and it also could be used on a TV like you can mirror right? it if you want. So, yeah, I mean, if you're going to watch the whole thing live anyway, I'm just saying that's a, a nice little neat little way to try to win one. You'll have to pay know. attention. I don't know. I just don't know that I would sit there live for the entirety of it. I'm that person that I like to skip back through and watch the trailers because pretty much these days it's just like an advertisement for new games and stuff, right? Because the awards kind of go by super quick and then we get a bunch of ads and trailers and all this kind of stuff. So um, that's the biggest reason why I like to go back later, kind of skip all the on-stagey stuff Mm. (laughs) and then just watch all of the trailers and then who won and everything, of course, right? Um, so if you're new to us siblings and you've not been around in the years past, we usually like to make some predictions on what we would like to have won out of certain categories. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of check the next week to see if, uh, how good we did or if we were disappointed. Um, so I wrote down a few categories that I figured you and I would be most interested in keeping an eye on and the siblings. And I'll just put this out there. Now I did zero esports anything. I don't know any of the teams. I don't know any of the stuff. I don't feel like it would have been fair for me to vote. So I left those blank because I did go vote. Uh, But I left those blank because I just don't know these people. And I don't, I don't feel it would be fair for me to put my two cents in. So, but this is not uh, a deviation from any year prior. We just, we don't esports. We, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So to each their own, that's just not something we at Super Micro Crash Brothers have actively followed and paid attention to. So we just don't know. Pay us to follow it. I mean, yeah. I I guess just not a smash tournament, right? (coughs) But anyway, no. (laughs) 
So out of the 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 ones, let's see here. So um, first one I wrote down, hopefully you wrote them all down. I don't know. You, you probably had no idea what I was going to assume was our most important ones. Uh, but I wrote down for the best action game was the okay. first one that I wrote down as I was flipping through the categories. So the um, nominees mm-hmm. are Bayonetta 3, which I think might win just because of all of the nonsense I'm just saying. I could see people doing that, but whatever. Sure. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. So those were the nominees. Mm-hmm. Did you vote on that, I assume? I did. I voted on All every right. category, so I've got to oh, vote okay. for everything. Um, I personally voted for the Turtles. I would like to see that win Best Action Game because, yeah, I loved it. I also voted for the Turtles because... Yay. Look, I, I mean, I heard about all of these games. We heard more about Bayonetta 3 probably Just because recently, of the yeah. controversy. Of we always hear about Call of Duty because Call of Duty and who cares. That's every year. I don't remember hearing much about Neon White. And Yeah. With, I remembered when it came out. I remembered reading a little bit about it, but nothing more. Yeah. So it must have done better than I knew. Maybe. And then yeah. Sifu... I remember when it released, it was like, hey, if Sifu's out. And it was like, oh, cool. And then, like, yeah. it just kind of faded. We already got it for free on PlayStation even, I think, right? It might be, I think. Um, I might have to check. But no, when the Turtles hit, it was, everyone was talking about it. Over a million copies sold. Yeah. And then. And we, it hit on Game Pass also. Just, keep, like, think about that for a minute. Yeah. So we, yeah. n- not only were we hearing about it, but we were all playing it and we were mm-hmm. all loving it. Loving it. I mean, and I mean, I know I have nostalgia bumps that come along with it, which will actually, you know, has probably elevated my reasoning for loving it. But I don't care. I did nothing. It desires it. No, it, it was a great game. Yeah. It was a great throwback. And it, it was a it, great way to like pay homage too, because perfectly in the same space set up. Gameplay, new story, hitting all the right beats. Music was great. Yeah, just mm-hmm. overall well done from that team. Overall. Yeah, so I think it deserves a win, not mm-hmm. just because it was probably the one I played out of it, but because it was so good. Yeah, it really was good. I loved it. I loved it. I've seen some Sifu, um, and I'll I'll be honest, I probably would have never voted for COD anyway. It's like you can, there's a new one every year. Yeah. You know, um, and then Bayonetta 3, I did not play. I never Which, played the first two either, so just like, to... Seriously, even, with, with, like, is Call of Duty even in, just there because, uh, I mean, it, they they needed to fill the roster of nominees because... I feel like you could have found plenty of other action games to fill the roster, but I don't know. I mean, they sell really well. I think we're just going to have to accept it's an area that we don't hear a lot about because we probably don't go poking around in any of its news, so the I algorithms guess. don't serve us up anything COD-related, and... Uh, I mean, it's got to be doing well for them to every freaking year, basically. They come out with a new game. I think they're, what, paused a year once or twice, maybe? Yeah, but I never hear anything new about it. I never hear anything like, oh, my God, this Call of Duty has reinvigorated the franchise. It's done something completely new. And it's just, oh, my God, it's unlike anything we've ever played before. You must play it. They're just forced to buy the newest one because everyone buys the newest one, and that's the servers are going to be full. And if you want to play a multiplayer game, you're going to gravitate towards the one that have people. Meh. I yeah, I just I don't I don't know. It's not one that I got Meh. into, 
Um, but that's my explanation. It's yeah. been around this long. It's clearly making money. Um, let's see. Next category I wrote down was for best action adventure game. Mm-hmm. And so the categories are Stray, Tunic, God of War Ragnarok, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, and A Plague Tale Requiem. Mm-hmm. Now, this was hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a like all of those are really great games. I've not played Tunic, but I've seen enough of it and everything that I was like, this looks like a game I probably would be able to get into. Um, but this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I did go with God of War, though. I also went with God of War, and this is one of those. This is what I wanted to kind of bring up because earlier it was because how it made me feel by the end. Mm-hmm. I wanted more. I was invested. You still All want more. Emotion that went into the game that it made me feel. Mm-hmm. This is why I gave it the vote. Now, Stray was a fantastic game. Really loved was. playing it. But I never found myself going back to it after I finished. Like, there were some things I could probably clean up and do. But I was just like, mm-hmm. eh, I've done like- it. It was fun for what it was for that one time through, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was great. It was just fun to be a cat, you know. Why not? Um, <laughs> it was very accurate, so it was adorable. So for me, I was just like, aw, at least the whole time, <laughs> and have fun that way. And I really hate that Horizon would that I'm pushing it aside because I know that was a, a point of contention when the first game came out because I think it came out the same time as what was it? Uh, Breath of the Wild. And of course, Breath of the Wild swept everything. It just felt like it was not getting its due. It's a great game. It really is. Mm -hmm. But I I didn't feel the emotion Mm -hmm. and the connection with any characters in that game that I did with God of War. Yeah. So it's a huge difference in your experience. Yeah. Yeah. But I had a lot of fun with it. I really did, and it was mm-hmm. it was a great game. I'm I go back to my review. I'm sure I, I gave it praise. Uh, yeah, I can't help it. I'm sorry. It's hard, yeah. When it comes to things like that, and they have good ones, like all of them. Yeah, you know, uh, it's hard to tell. Uh, so uh, I put in for best fighting game because I felt like you would have probably played some of those also. I know okay. you enjoy fighting games. Um, and uh, let's see the category or the uh, I'm sorry, the nominees are DNF Duel, which honestly hadn't heard of till then. So yeah. my apologies. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, mm-hmm. The King of Fighters 15, Multiverses and Sifu. Mm hmm. So I threw the love to Sifu on this one. I did. Too. I really enjoyed the uh, the graphics and the art style and just how indie it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was biased when I was like, ah, I know some of them, well, most of them are. But uh, yeah, I thought it was just an interesting, unique way to present it and that it's still getting updates and everything. I was like, yeah. cool, let's show it some love. And so. I- I also gave it to Sifu. My concern Look at here. us three for three. It is. Right? How weird. Anyway, go ahead. My concern is that multiverses will get it. Mm. Because people are like, but Batman and Shaggy, Batman and Shaggy, and, and all these Warner Brothers characters. Ah! Yeah. But well. do you remember anybody talking positively about it when it came out? No. 
I didn't remember hearing a whole heck of a lot of anything. No. I mean, there was not any... People were just like, this is like half watered down Smash Brothers. Who gives a shit? Aw. I hate to hear that, but yeah. But, I mean, here it is on the Game Awards. It's going to win. I guarantee you. I would love to see Sifu win it. Maybe enough of us will go out there and push it up to the top. I don't know. Or, of course, vote for your favorite one. You know? Whatever. Let's have your voice be heard. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I also put down for Best Family... Because okay. I know you have one of those, and some of our siblings have one of those. I does. <laughs> so I thought we could check out uh, that one. So the nominees are Splatoon 3, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, mm-hmm. and lastly, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went for Lego Star Wars because you bragged about it so much. I did. But here's where we're going to deviate. Mm. Uh, I gave it to Kirby and the Forgotten Land because right. I was happy to see Kirby getting his own game again. Them doing yeah. something a little bit different with it and, and really kind of playing with the format. Uh, I, I feel like we need more Kirby. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, the Sparks of Hope, uh, the Mario Rabbids game, it, you know, it's... I guess it would be a fun... It seems like it should be in the multiplayer, kind of like Splatoon, but I guess it is also kind of family-oriented that you could play with your kids okay. and, you know, the whole family could do it. Same with the, the Switch sports. It's Nintendo. They know what they're doing. Right. But I don't know. I mean, just for, for something... Maybe I'm I'm wrong in saying that Kirby needs it here, but I didn't see him getting love any... Oh, your other, values, right? No. <laughs> yeah, in any other category. And these are all sequels. Honestly, true. You know, yeah. These are all things yeah. that have we played before. Kirby is something mm-hmm. new, or at least you know, new in the sense that true. It's we a new... a lot of Star Wars or Lego games. Sorry, yeah. Lego and games I, in general. like I said, I had fun with it. I yeah, really Star did. Wars. But Kirby, that's I want. I want Kirby to win it. Good. All right. Well, you threw that in for Kirby. Um, and then let's see. I put in for best sim strategy game because hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> These are my, this is what I like to play. Um, so the nominees for that one is uh, Dune, Spice Wars, mm-hmm. uh, Mario Rabbids, again, uh, Total War, Warhammer 3, Two Point Campus, and Victoria 3. This was a hard one for me again, too. Mm-hmm. But I did go with Two Point Campus because I beat the whole dang thing and three started all. So it's like, well, if I put that much effort into it, clearly I liked it the most out of the other categories. So I put in for Two Point Campus. Fair enough. Uh, I went with uh, the Mario and Rabbids because I wasn't 100% sure about it in the other games. <laughs> Fair enough. So I was like, <laughs> you know, like I know that one. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, it seems like it'd be fun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Best multiplayer, I thought was hilarious, but I figured we I'd put it in anyway because why, sure. <laughs> why not? Uh, so Splatoon three, our nominees: um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, uh, Overwatch two, Multiverses, and then COD uh, Modern Warfare two. Mm-hmm. So you probably know which one I went with. And uh, probably the same one I went with. Probably uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. We still need to try that, by the way. Yeah, we do. We really do. We do. We yeah. still do. Uh, and then let's see here. Content creator of the year. We always throw our name or, or put our vote in for that one as well. Um, and God. I actually knew three. Is that you? No, it's people. Try. 
Oh, that's the first time I've heard it. So they like usually your mic doesn't pick it up. So they must have been extra obnoxious. Uh, I'm sorry, people. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was like, uh, is my tinnitus kicking in? I'm like, what am I hearing? Um, so, and I actually knew three of the names on it this year, which is surprising for me. I usually know maybe one. Mm -hmm. So clearly I never followed the popular people. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, content creator of the year, our nominees are Carl Jacobs, Ludwig, Nibelian, Nobrew, and QT Cinderella. Okay. Now I went with Ludwig because I see him everywhere on everything and has managed to grow so ridiculously fast and well mm-hmm. that I felt like it made sense to me that he might be the content creator of the year because he kind of took over Twitch instantly. Okay. Switched to YouTube, dominating that on his and everything as well. You know, mm-hmm. lots of subs and all this kind of stuff. Um, has his own tournaments that he runs for like chess and stuff like that. Like, I literally feel like as soon as I heard about him, he was already. Off the charts. Okay. So I feel like maybe he's going to win this year, but we'll see. Nibelian, yeah. though, is my favorite leaker, so it's hard. I do follow them a lot on Twitter to get all of my inside news. Sure, um, sure. So it was a hard one for me, but um, I, I went with Ludwig. I think it might be him. Okay. Well, I didn't know any of them, so I gave my vote oh. to uh, QT Cinderella just because she was the only uh, lady in the yeah, group, and the I was only, like, hey, uh, I'm trying to... Yeah. Trying to help because, you know, in in this landscape full of men. It's true, though. You know. It's true, though. People are like, what do you mean? Your boobies get you everything. Really? Look at the top 100 streamers and get back to me. All right? Yeah. People. Oh, that's anyway. like researching, yeah. though, and reading on your own. <laughs> um, so the next category, best indie, because, of course, we're going to vote on best indie here. Um, And the nominees are Vampire Survivors, Tunic. Stray, Norco, and Neon White. Now, I went with Stray on this one. Yeah. Uh, but, well, I mean, we've talked about Stray before. So yeah. out of all of those, um, Norco looked a lot of fun, though, too. And then Tunic, I already said I never really played, but I've watched enough of it. So um, I went with Stray. I feel yeah. like I wanted to play Neon White a long time ago, too. And now I'm, I'm starting to wish I had already. I, I had kind of a, a difficult choice here because I had played Cult of the Lamb. I'd played Stray. I really want to play Tunic. Did I not say Cult of the Lamb? Uh, it's on, you said Indie, right? Yeah, but I feel like maybe I didn't say that just uh, now. Best and Indie I think game. You're that's, right. That, I should that, have added it. I'm looking on their site. That's that's where I'm I'm keeping track. Hold on. Yeah, let me make sure. Oh my god. Let me go back because now I have like I feel like I wrote best indie twice and now I'm Uh-oh. panicking that I accidentally wrote the wrong category people like I was looking at something else. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Hopefully people were actually yelling at the screen like, what do you mean? Which one are you at? I'm like, you know what? I don't know. Let me see if I can find it because now I'm, I'm concerned that I wrote the wrong nominees down. Oh, OK. So there's two. There was best indie and best debut indie. Ah, so okay. which so if you want to do debut so indie, we can go. I think we can do that. Yeah, let's see. I just want to make sure I didn't like make this other category up though. <laughs> this best indie, like what was I doing? 
Best debut. Or just best debut, period. Yeah. Best community support now. Mobile. No. Oh, yep. There it is. Yeah, there is two. Yeah. Best debut. But I still think I had them backwards in my notes here. So now I'm going to come back to this. So best indie. So best debut indie. Let's stick with there because I think that was the one that I had already told what I had voted for. So I did put Stray for best debut indie. Gotcha. Um, See, now now we're on the same uh, page here. Thank you for catching that, though. No, it's okay. I probably would have missed it later and then not known why I put it twice. Okay. Because I do see it below there. So same thing here. And I guess we can kind of talk about them both. I mean, I gave it to Stray because I had a lot of fun with it. It was definitely a unique game. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike, and I hate to say it like that. I mean, I'm I'm not saying none of the other games are fun, but right, get to be a cat. It really, and it was just so well done as far as cat mannerisms and yeah, everything. Just yeah. little things like that. So that that's why I went with that. And then let's just go ahead and talk about best indie because it's yeah, you know, as well. we're we're right there. This is where and I had the difficult decision the, the so that was where the nominees differed so with best indie cult of the lamb as you were saying uh neon white sifu stray and tunic yeah for that one for best indie right and th- i did i did have kind of a, a, a decision to make and i mm-hmm. also gave this to stray because i did love cult of the lamb mm-hmm. but i also ran into a fair amount of bugs sure and that kind of detracted a little of my enjoyment with it at times. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had more fun playing around as the cat. Just doing, cat things. you know, just cat yeah. things, you know. Just and a cat. There, there were times I would stay in the, you know, the, the village or whatever and call mm-hmm. to the lamb and just kind of mess around with stuff. But I don't know. I just, I had, there was an, an, an extra layer of enjoyment with Stray. So mm-hmm. that's why I, I gave it to Stray again. Nice. Um, see, now this is where we differ again. I actually went with Cult of the Lamb on Best Indie. Okay. And for me, it was just because of almost replayability, because you remember how dumb I was yeah. with some of the puzzles, and I got so frustrated early on. And once I got past it, I was fine. Mm-hmm. So for my own like personal enjoyment, sitting down one time through, I felt less frustrated at Cult of the Lamb than I did with myself <laughs> with Stray. So I don't sure. know. Game developer problem. That's a Lacia problem. Whatever. But uh, so that's the reason why I went with Cult of the Lamb over Stray. Still a good game. Still a good game. Uh, Let's see here. So we did that one. So um, I did put down Best Adaptation uh, because, you know, our biggest show ever, apparently. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the best uh, movie adaptation or uh, to TV or however you want to place it. Um, So Arcane, League of Legends. Um, Cyberpunk. Edge Runners, The Cuphead Show, because mm-hmm. there's an exclamation point there, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Uncharted. Those are our nominees for Best Adaptation. Um, and you know what? I went with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 because it's it's been good to us. Yeah. And it was a good movie. And it was a good movie. I Out of those, I have seen them all. Mm-hmm. And I, I still would agree that I had more of a fun time. Sitting through Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Uncharted, fun. Edge Runners, fun. Definitely gave me a whole other hatred for dude, you know. Um, <laughs> Cuphead Show was only okay to me. I didn't get okay. into it as much as I thought I would, having enjoyed the game so much. Sure. Um, and then I never watched LOL, because I never played LOL or any of it. So I just mm. had no, nothing gravitated towards that uh, 
medium for me. Fair enough. Um, what about you? I had to think on it very briefly because I had seen most of this. Mm-hmm. I was not blown away with Uncharted. Right. I mean, like, it, it was, was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I, I don't. It was think, all of the Uncharted games in one. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I, it was just like, okay, I saw it. Eh, you know, I, I hate it for Tom Holland. I love him. He's a, he's a good actor. But I do like Tom Holland. Yeah. It's just not the movie was just not what he's I was starting needing. to scare me a little that he's kind of always Tom Holland. I'm hoping we I see some like even like. Okay, never mind. That would be I, getting off the beaten path. But like, I like him, but I hope he doesn't fall into that same trap. Yeah. Of Spider Man character. Yeah, Tom Holland just being Tom Holland. Yeah. Like, ah. And it's worked for some people. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's like, you know, Bruce Campbell's Bruce Campbell. I admit that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. And no, I, I still it. love him anyway. Um. So, yeah. But I, I went with the Cuphead show and I, I, this is why, okay, because I'm I'm with you with the the Sonic the Hedgehog. I had a lot of fun with it, and I do feel like I've watched a bit of the Cuphead show, but I've, I didn't binge watch it like I thought I was going to. Right. So you might be thinking, well, then why the hell did you vote for it? Because it, from an from a technical like standpoint, it. it's yeah. fucking impressive. Yeah. You know, they really have captured like the old style, just like the games did. That old style mm-hmm. of animation, just the the feel of it. It has yeah. that it, kind of adult-esque, you know, feel to it, but it's not quite there, but it, it kind of is. So it's like mm-hmm. it's teetering that line. And I'm just, I'm impressed from a technical standpoint with the show, like what they've yeah. been able to accomplish, what they're doing with it. I mean, I feel like you can almost throw that back to the 19... 30s and 40s and you could trick oh, people easy. and they'd be like oh yeah except for is... the color except for the color throw yeah, them in black and white and people would yeah. think that they came from the same type you know from yeah. the same time period so it's as far as nailing that that genre 100 percent. yeah so yeah that's why i gave it to cuphead just for the the technical aspects alone and, and not to say it's a bad show it just kind of like you said there's just I want to enjoy it, but I don't find mm-hmm. myself gravitating toward it. Like, yeah. I'll come back to it, maybe watch an episode. And they're short episodes. At least they're short, yeah. Yeah. But I just don't find myself always like, ah, oh, I've got to watch this. i got to binge it. And they're on season three now. So, I mean, kudos that they're they're continuing on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, most anticipated game. Mm-hmm. I wrote that one down. Let's see. So, our uh, nominees are Legends of Zelda tears or tears of the kingdom i don't know if we ever settled on which one was (laughs) what it's actually called um starfield resident evil 4 hogwarts legacy and final fantasy 16 Mm -hmm. which by the way i think we'll probably see some final fantasy 16 stuff at the game awards i kept hearing that some of the devs are going to be there so i would imagine you'll probably see something about that oh yeah um or at least i um i would assume yeah. Well, since I kind of feel like it's like we said a long ad or trailer mm-hmm. um, <laughs> for other games. Um, so for me, this one was kind of hard because like I know people are in like into it for Resident Evil 4, but I played it. Mm-hmm. I get we're remaking it. It's a little bit different of an ambiance feel, but I played it. So I'm not looking forward to it, really. I never did the Final Fantasy games that much, and now I'm way too intimidated to try to go back and play now. Like, forget it. That's 10 years of my life, right? Right. So I went with Starfield because that was kind of the only one on the list that I was remotely interested in playing because, please don't hate me, 
I've not enjoyed the new Zelda games. I'm old school Zelda through and through, like Nintendo days. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, that's it. No Adra Nintendo nonsense. Just the regular console. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I did. Starfield. Uh, I, you know, I kind of had to go through the same kind of motions trying to figure out, okay, what am I? Final Fantasy. I've not been excited for a Final Fantasy game in a long time. Okay. Uh, I know that Final Fantasy VII Remake was something I was looking forward to, mainly because I'm familiar with that. Sure. And it was just like, oh, cool, we're re- mm-hmm. re- finally redoing this in, in such a way. And they remade it mm-hmm. <laughs> to love it or hate it. And I know people hate it, or some people do. Right. I loved it. <laughs> Resident Evil 4. Yeah, like you said, we've been here. We played it. we done it. Yeah. I mean, it it looks impressive. Don't Don't get, yeah, like I'm not knocking that yeah. existence at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm not knocking it at all. It's impressive, but I played it not so excited. much it, since it's been out and it's been re-released and re-released and re-released. It doesn't feel like if it had been that one release on the GameCube and I had not right. played it until now. Oh, yeah, I would be so stoked. I'd be like, mm-hmm. hell yes, I'm all in for this. But they've re-released it so much that I'm just right. like, hmm. Yeah, I have zero interest in Starfield. Just yeah, (laughs) definitely doesn't seem like one for you. Yeah, there's nothing. I I like Elder Scrolls games and everything, so I could see me liking that one too. Will I beat it? God, I have no idea. It sounds like it's a ridiculous long game, but so here's where I'm probably gonna get some hate. (laughs) Oh, then I know. Yeah, because I went with Hogwarts Legacy, and I'll tell you why. (laughs) I know. That people want to equate there's this. feelings associated with this game, yes, and I they're not mine, they're not yeah. mine. I yeah. don't have this attachment, you know. But the concept is new for me in a game. Right. Mm-hmm. Follow me here, okay? I understand. Well, the- I never read the books or anything either, so yeah. I have no real emotional attachment to the story itself. I don't I don't give a shit about JK Rowling. She can go die in a pit for all I care. Okay, <laughs> I have no fucking interest in her. I'm trying to disassociate the creator and the IP, which is essentially being taken over by Warner Brothers. Is she involved? Fuck if I know. I hope yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure just the name alone she's going to get something cuz I mean it's I'm the sure same. it's in some sort of contract contract somewhere, but I don't know. Right. But you know you know, there are tons of people who love this stuff, and I hate that they're getting hate for loving this world, despite mm-hmm. it being created by a piece of shit person. Sure. I'm, I hate, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. there's this whole world out there that they love. Other people can take it and, and craft something into it. That's what I'm assuming happened here. I don't think mm-hmm. she's involved. She's no, probably I mean, getting a cut. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, I have to admit, though, too, like the gameplay itself, the different houses, the different things that you can do. Like, it does look like another game up my alley because I do like those kind of simulation games like that. And it feels like I'd have that itch to scratch. Like you said, you Mm -hmm. like running shops, you know, like kind of building your own little area or whatever. So like the mechanics and the way it plays and everything does look like a lot of fun. So I'm kind of into that. And the same reason I, I kind of passed on Zelda. You're going to have to show me something new, man, because <laughs> this looks like Breath of the Wild 2. I played that. What What are you going to do? You're just going to give me more places to run around? Okay, cool. But I played well, that. That's kind of what The Witcher did, did it not? Well, but 
I had not played The Witcher, though. I had not played The Witcher. So I wasn't invested in that whole series. So Witcher 3 was new for me. And I was like, all right. And it can be played by itself totally fine. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with Hogwarts Legacy. It's it's I'm anticipating it because it looks like something new, like right. something a new kind of game that I've not played before. So I'm excited sure. about that. So yeah. hate me all you want. I'm sorry, but that's just where I'm at. I know. I think it's fair. And, I, and while I get it, I still, you know me, let people just enjoy things and leave them yeah. alone. Um, so the next one I put on there is best narrative. Hmm? Um, so the uh, nominees are A Plague Tale, Requiem. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon of Forbidden West, and Immortality. You probably already know which one I went with because, I mean, dear God, was it amazing. Which was? Immortality. Immortality. Hell okay. yeah, I did. Do you remember how much I bragged about that game? You did. Yeah. I was so blown away by this FMV and how they told the story and the quality of actors that were in this thing. And just, yeah, chef's kiss. I, I, I really hope they pull it out because I don't get to see in the FMVs in these kind of categories, like, hardly ever. I mean, that, yeah, it's impressive. It went up on the list because I didn't expect it. And I was like, oh, wow, all right. And Even some movie reviewers were starting to get a wind of it and playing it. And I'm like, yep. Well, remember, it's on Netflix. Like, you can play it yeah. on Netflix. So The uh, mobile one, though, right? Mobile yeah. gaming thing? Yeah. So that's, I mean, I've honestly thought about downloading it because, you know, you mentioned it. And I was like, well, just find so the time. Good. Even but, just, the, just the story and actors alone. Oh, my God. I'm just still very well done, Sam Barlow. Mm-hmm. They're just well done. But obviously, I went with God of War Ragnarok for all the reasons sure. I've mentioned that we've talked about yeah, yeah that I've, yeah. I've talked about i've gushed so I, I don't think that was a surprise yeah um and let's see i have four more so we'll kind of go through them because i know we're running long uh best game direction uh our nominees were elden ring god of war horizon uh immortality and stray and yes i went with immortality again because mm-hmm. all of the things that i've been talking about <laughs> oh, <here we> <clears throat> I went with, hang on, I'm having to pull it up because, oh, God of War, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good, too. Good, too, yeah. though, for sure. Uh, let's see. And then I put down for games for impact. Uh, so did you get the feels? Yeah. Um, nominees are A Memoir Blue, As Dusk Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Ending, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and yeah. I was a teenage ex-colonist. I went with As Dusk Falls. I really enjoyed that story, how much it felt like it deviated per the tiny choices I was making um, to open up so much more story. And yeah, yeah, it hit me in the feels, almost to the point I didn't want to play it anymore because Lace doesn't like to feel things and cry. Mm-hmm. Never. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. I kind of went through because i wasn't 100 percent sure which one of these like i didn't get to play a lot of these which mm-hmm. shame on me uh but based on what i remember seeing and looking through i went with hindsight because it sounded very it does deep and and just powerful kind of stuff so um i don't know i just it seemed like the kind of story that would really kind of resonate with uh, a lot more people and uh, that's why I kind of went with that. Perfect. 
Uh, let's see here. Best performance, because of course we had to. Uh, so we have uh, our nominees is Ashley Birch, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Charlotte McBurney in A Plague's Tale, Christopher Judge for God of War, uh, Manon Gage for Immortality, and Sunny Suljic. I hope I said his last mm-hmm. name right, uh, for God of War. Um, boy, I boy. guess. <laughs> Um, and of course I went with man engage and immortality again, because I, I still, even when I played the game, I thought she had to have had such an amazing time because they were filming three different movies and playing herself and nailed all of the different characters so beautifully and, 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 and everything like, Hmm. again, well done, well done, man and enjoyed very much. Yeah. This one was tough. They had me. great people on here because right? I mean I've I've praised the shit out of Ashley Burt. She's a great actress. Just really I mean is. even outside of of uh, video games, but where I had my trouble was between the two Ragnarok actors because oh, I yeah I praised them both and I had to choose one and <laughs> I had to give it to Christopher Judge because he had to sell that emotion. He mm-hmm. had to sell that that redemption of this man who who has just made bad choice after bad choice after bad choice, and he had to come to terms with it. He said it. I watched like this behind the scenes uh, video just the other day, and he said it so perfectly. Kratos is a man filled with so many bad decisions, and then he has to learn what he needs to do to change, and that's just to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, he stop barking orders and just listen. To everyone yeah. around you, learn, listen, and you're and it, you can see how it just starts to affect him, and and he has to start trusting Atreus, and he he brings it, like the first moment I ever saw the man's lip quiver, like you're like, is he about to cry? I mean, this is Kratos. Mm-hmm. The man doesn't cry. He's a, he's an emotional rock, and right. then you see that lip quivering, like holy shit, he's breaking down. Like something's gotten to him. That I mean, you're just you're in it, mm-hmm. and he sells mm-hmm. every minute of it. And I, again, yeah, no, I feel like if if Sonny wins it, yeah. then I'll be just as happy. But I feel like anyone on this anyone, category, yeah. I'd be happy for because really and truly, they're all amazing. They they really. I, are. I I mean this one this one was hard because as you said, Ashley Birch phenomenal. Um, Charlotte McBurney, I wasn't as familiar with, but I yeah. still think just did such a lovely job in the, uh, in the Plague's Tale games. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Christopher Judge, obviously yeah. Sunny, you know, um, Manon was new to me this year was the mm-hmm. first time I was exposed to her myself. Um, uh, but yeah, the, 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 the caliber of content creator in sure. there just oh my god like that was hard and i lied there's only one left because i had okay. best indie down at the bottom but then we had already done that so we'll gotcha. just skip to our very last one which of course is game of the year uh-huh, uh-huh. so our nominees for game of the year is a plague tale requiem elden ring god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden waste stray Mm-hmm. And Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which was an odd choice on there. Like it got no love anywhere else. I, I but feel right like there. yeah, just like I was like, all right, I'll write it down. Um, yeah. I don't like all these other ones. Yeah, I remember getting like having to mute some of them on Twitter because I got tired of hearing about them. 
Some mm. of them, you know, so interesting. Must have done better than I thought. Yeah. Uh, but for this one, I did go with God of War. Because yeah, as same. we've been saying here, just all around everything about it, so great and lovely and wonderful and well put together and mm. very anticipated as well. Very heavily anticipated game in my world, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I can't yeah. say any more about it. So it's yeah, game of the year is what it deserves, in my opinion. I, all these other games, they're fantastic. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I've even I've even gotten and I was so happy to hear this from someone who who's experienced more than I have because again mm-hmm. I've played some of most of these games or at least half yeah but I've not played all of them Elden Ring I remember a lot of people just being saying it was just so it. phenomenal Loved and it, yeah. I I spoke to someone who had played Elden Ring and had played God of War and it says you know for my money. As good as Elden Ring is, I gotta give it to God of War because the story is just so strong. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, siblings, let us know your thoughts as well. Um, who you might have voted for if you don't vote, if you don't bother with the game awards at all, you're allowed to do what you want to do on December 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, these will be our picks. And then next Sunday, we'll, or not next Sunday, next Monday. Next Monday. Uh, I know what day of the week we're on. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give out what happened, of course, which we should be already well aware of. But uh, yeah, that's our show. Thanks for hanging in there, siblings. We're definitely a little longer than normal today, but we love you. You could definitely hit us up sometime on Twitter. It's Super Mega Crash. Uh, You can go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art. Stephen puts his time and love into. And you can also send an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. And you can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred podcast app. And even by going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. You want more content, not just podcast related, head on over to youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions for more. Um, We're getting good at discord. Come join and make us great. Come on over. Links are in the description down below. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I am Lacey Finley. And I'm Stephen White. And you could join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.